we can start now. now. Um, yeah. All right. All right. And here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vince Side podcast, uh, NFL Podcast Show. I'm your host, Vince Side. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hopefully, everybody is having a good Tuesday afternoon. Uh, today's show is going to be so much fun today because get your popcorn ready. I got Joshua B. Yeah, you do. From the guy from the Overall Sports Show with my boy Andrew Jones. Shout out to, to Andrew Jones, the Overall Sports Show. By the way, Overall Sports Show is tomorrow, by the way. But, John, before you go, I got to give you a round of applause. Welcome to the Vince Lines Podcast. Oh, okay? of course, man. I'm, I'm not only happy to be here. I'm here whenever you need me to shout down the Manny Mabusos of the world. Yes. Everybody how ridiculous they are for panicking. Yes. Whenever, like, you have an Atlanta Falcons fan who has hope and you need them to, like, lose yes. that, just let me know, and I'll, I'll, I'll come on to calm them down and to put them into place. Anytime you need me, I'm right here. Yes, yes. So, Josh, with that being said, introduce yourself real quick. Go ahead, man. So, I'm Joshua B., Jamie Fortis on Twitter. You can find me at the NFL now. You can find me on the NBA now. Um, but the stuff that I am the most religious about is the overall sports show, which I um, am a panelist on Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Spotify Live. Um, I'm for for a living. I live in Washington D.C., but when I was growing up, and I guess what makes me a little bit different from everybody else that you're going to hear, when I was growing up, my family moved around a lot. That's not what makes me different. What makes me different is that my family moved to Israel mm-hmm. from seven to about eight years old mm. and this is around the time when anybody whether it's you me vince like anybody listening mm-hmm. that's the time when you start to read right whether you mm-hmm. read books whatever it is right like you, you start to really get into reading just through natural educational development around eight nine years old so that happened to me and the problem with israel is that nothing is written in english you can mm-hmm. go there right now nothing's in english so my grandpa um, who passed away a few um, years ago sent me articles from the Chicago Tribune. And what would those articles be? They'd be sports articles. Um, And I would read those sports articles. And not only would I read them, but the good ones, I would literally scotch tape them to my wall Mm. and read them over and over and over and over and over again. Now, why is all of this important? When I got out of school, right, I went into um, sports writing. And I did that for a living for a little while, for part of my life. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that it sort of gave me is it gave me the opportunity to discern like facts from reality, which mm. we have a real tough time doing not only as sports fans, but just Americans in general. Um, and so um, eventually what ended up happening was I became a medical coder. That's what I do today for a living. And not to bore your audience too much, but the job of a medical coder is to literally read what's on the page written by a doctor and then code it. Just say, this is what you did and this is what you're billing for. And in the event that that doesn't match up, right, to send that off for audit. Okay, so for example, um, let's say that somebody broke their wrist and they did a leg procedure. The doctor billed for a leg procedure. Sounds stupid, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Right. It's almost as stupid as Jets fans believing that Derek Carr would be a suitable (laughs) replacement to Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) same kind of thing you have to call bullshit out when you see it and that's what my job is right now when i call bullshit out at work the irs comes but when i call bullshit out in sports Mm -hmm. well you just endure a losing season Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what ends up happening with me and most of my predictions it's one of the reasons why i'm so successful against manny it's one of the reasons that i'm here for the bid size 
um, NFL football podcast. And today I want to record, I, I want to go over every team. I want to go over every division. Yes. I've got your salary cap numbers up. I've, I've done the free agency. I know how many picks you got. Um, I know where you're picking. And so when I tell you, like, these are your options, I'm mm-hmm. not here pulling out of my ass. No, no. I'm doing it because I'm pulling it literally off the internet. I'm literally yes. looking at it as we all sit here talking, right? Like, when I say that DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to the Los Angeles Rams, I'm not sitting around like, saying, exactly. Oh, I wonder yeah. where that's coming from. I'm saying that because the Los Angeles Rams, as we all sit here talking, not only don't have a pick, mm. but Three million over the salary cap as we all sit here talking. And you're telling me that guy who's due thirty million dollars against the Arizona cap is gonna be like, no, you know what? I'd like to play on the vet minimum mm-hmm. so I could play opposite Cooper Cup. It's not happening. Nope, nope. And you know, we'll we'll get to that team pretty pretty soon when we talk about that team. But <laughs> I only led with them. I only led with them because I listened to the show yesterday. Oh no, thank you, Josh. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> see, no, 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 Josh, some people don't get, don't get the cast. Cast space. Some people, some fans don't. So sometimes we gotta educate them. You feel me? So with with that being said, with that being said, let's start with the AFC South, everybody. And which, by the way, we'll quick before we start. Before we start, I'm a busy man this week, Josh. Obviously, I got I got my boy Lucas Gaynor later t- t- today. We're gonna talk about obviously the Brady retirement and the games that the games past week, uh, last week, and obviously the picks this week. And yeah, yes. And then obviously I got Darnell Porter. On Thursday, and also my father, which, by the way, I love your father. With that being said, John, let's get started out. AFC South, right? So let's start with the Houston Texans, which, by the way, shout out to the D'Amico Ryan, by the way. You can, I can't blame D'Amico Ryan for going to Houston. Shout out to the Houston Texans, which, by the way, Josh, I would not be surprised if some Niner players go to Houston, by the way. I think I think Houston got the right hire. Now, it's going to be interesting to see who D'Amico Ryan's have as the OC. But, Josh, now – Listen, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what your take is on the Houston Texans. Now, I know on the overall sports show, you were not high on the higher, but hear me out, right? Now, oh, on D'Amico Ryan's? No, I'm I'm super high on D'Amico Ryan's. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid that yeah. um he has to settle for that opportunity. Right, right. I'm I'm down on the fact that African American head coaches can't get the kind of opportunities that they deserve. And yes. specifically, someone of his ilk. He yes. specifically is a very good coach. But mm-hmm. it's starting from the rock bottom, man. Like, you don't get lower than no. that. Continue on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, no, no, seriously, for you, for, to, to make Houston Texans fans happy, I think depending on free agency, depending on the draft, which I think Houston, I think Houston Texans would do well in the draft, they can definitely win this division. I, I do think the Mika Ryans can shock people. Because if you really look at this division, I mean, we'll talk about the Colts. We'll talk about, you know, the rest of the teams. But I like this roster. And thank thank you, God. John Mitchell, by the way, is okay, by the way. They, he's, he's a, he's a uh, leukemia survivor, by the way. It's, it's, oh. that's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. My, my, my friend died from leukemia. So that, that's, that's scary, oh. scary. But thank you, God. John Mitchell is okay. But no, but seriously, I love the roster. I, I, I do. Uh, I love the running backs. <laughs> I love the defense. Um, I, I think they need more weapons. We'll see if Brandon Cook stays. But no, no, seriously, Josh. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. I, I think I'm on to something here. If the Houston Texans do well in the free agency, if they do well in the draft, do you think they have a chance to win this division? Because depending on free agency, depending on the draft, I think they have a chance. Um, you would be wrong, um, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, they're still. They're, they're definitely a team that can improve. Yes. And not only that, I think they're going to improve. You have 48 million dollars. Yeah. 
available. You have extra third, fourth, and an extra sixth round pick. Yeah. Um, and you're only committed to 39 players. And one of those players is Davis Mills, who is just fine as a backup quarterback. Like, now, you don't want him to start. Right. But, yeah. like, a third stringer, like, akin to Skylar Thompson, yeah, sure, why the hell not? Like, if he's your third string guy, then sure, whatever. Like, there are worse people. <laughs> Than um than Davis Mills to be to be going on with. They're not gonna win the division. They're still a couple of steps away from that, but there's a lot worse places you could be than picking second in the draft. Yep. Um, I challenge you. I challenge you, you like their team so much. I challenge you to name six offensive players off the cuff, off the top of your head. I don't think you can do it. Okay, okay. Well, Go obviously, right Go quick. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you Brad and Cooks. Okay, got Pierce. One, right? Two. Okay, no, 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 I'll keep going, okay. Um, I'll give you the left tackle console. Um, <laughs> I no, I get what you're saying. Obviously, the guy met you. We'll see how. We'll see if, I gave they, Davis Mills. That's four. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got Chris. You got Chris Moore. No, I get. I get what you're saying. Who's I get Chris Moore. Yeah, I, I get what you're Chris saying. Moore. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then okay. Sure. I imagine there are six players on the offense, and the fact that I can't name them just off the top of my head, I would have to go look at the salary cap. Should tell you everything you need to know about how much work needs to be done on that. Right. Offense. Right. Um, from there, though, the question becomes: Well, what kind of work could you do? Right. Yeah. I'm saying that you need to do work. Well, what's available in order for me to believe in the Texans to really get in and to believe in the Texans? I think it's going to start at offensive line. That's fair. Yep. The bad news um, to, to tell all your listeners is that there are just not um, a lot of se- a, a lot of offensive tackles out there. No, right? no. Um, it's just it's not reasonable. I, I count two: um, Orlando Brown Jr., who I think is going to break the bank, and Dalton Risner of the Broncos. Everybody else, it doesn't mean that there won't be better players later on. No. It does mean that at this red hot minute, as we sit here talking, I am just skeptical of the idea that there are going to be like a boatload of pass protectors. Yeah. I think they're few and far between. Now, Laramie Tunzel is fine on one side. You're going, you're going to have skeptical Josh until I see an offensive line that's built from the interior out that can guarantee Damian Pierce, that kind of space, the same Damian Pierce, by the way, who ended the season on injury. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. to like make it clear, I believe that they are going, but the other piece to it, and the piece that I assume you're very excited about, is they kicked ass on defense. Yes, they did. They, they were good and proper good on defense last year. And so you you were bringing in a defensive coordinator like D'Amico Ryans, who has led a top three defense over and over and over and over again with, with the 49ers. He's a proven commodity. And if you're able to you know harness that, if he feels like he can work with you, and keep that defense atop, you're already a step ahead of the game. And I do believe that. I firmly believe that the Houston Texans are a step ahead of the game. I believe they might even finish better than the Colts, depending on how free agency works, depending on if they can, you know, get the right quarterback with the pick in the draft, um, or if they go out and get a veteran. I can't see them going out and getting a veteran, but just for the moment, assuming they were to get out uh, to get a veteran, I could see them going from three wins to six wins. If they get lucky, somewhere in the neighborhood of like seven wins at the moment. Now we don't know what's going to play out. Exactly. Yeah. So it's so again, we don't know who's going to leave. We don't know who's going to stay. But at this red hot minute, as we talk, thirty nine players with forty eight million dollars worth of cap, cap salary cap space. That's going to get you out of the basement if you can spend it right. 
Yeah. 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 And I do believe, and Josh, I'm going to tell you this right now. Some Niner players are going to follow him. I can tell you that right now. Do you think so? Yes. Who, who do you – well, we'll get to the Niners in a little okay. bit. I'm going to ask you about cuts um, from some of the teams that, that you – that you wanna that you wanna do. I did not project cuts in my projections. Okay, yeah, so yeah. if your favorite team is gonna you know move on from someone, that's suddenly gonna create space, right? right? Or if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, screw you! You don't understand that we can cut X, Y, and Z, and we'll all of a sudden have space," right? Okay, I get it. I'm sure you know the salary cap ramifications better, yeah. but I'm saying these are the players that you're committed to right now, and if you were to yeah. keep everybody, this is where you would be right now. So in other words, before decisions, because for everybody that you let go, you have to bring somebody in. Make sense? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So everything that I say on this podcast is factually correct. Go and look it up on Track. They tell you every single contract. They tell you everybody that you're committed to. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you make moves subsequent. Right. Yeah. And things can change. Yeah. So let me ask you this for the use for the Houston Texas fans. For, for the yeah. op- So for their offseason for free agency. They should more focus on offense, right? Because their defense yeah, is pretty much set. Well, I mean, so here's your big question. Yeah. I, by the way, I don't think you have an answer to this. I don't have an answer to this. And I don't even think your brave Texans fans have an answer to this. I don't think that you know how good Damian Pierce is yet. That right. That's not an insult, okay? I'm not saying that he sucks. I'm not no. saying that he's a superstar. No. I'm saying you don't know. Right. I'm saying what you saw this year – says that with Brandon Cooks as your number one receiver, for the record, for either of these playoff teams right now, he would be their number three. Yeah. But, like, with Brandon Cooks as your number one receiver, Damian Pierce had a successful rookie year. And he was running behind an offensive line that you can name one player from. So I don't think you know how good he is or how bad he is. I don't think you have any clue. Mm -hmm. So are you going to build a running game? Everything I know about San Francisco, and you're going to know more than me, Mm -hmm. says that in order for – San Francisco's offense to work, you must run the ball. Facts. Yep. That's happened with Mike McDaniel. That happened with Robert Sala. I have no reason to believe that it's not going to happen with D'Amico Ryans as well. No, no. Kyle Shanahan's disciple. Run the ball, 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 run the ball. Maybe we'll pass afterwards. Yeah. And if that's the case, and I, again, have no reason to believe that it's not the case, then you are going to build that Houston offensive line out. So yes. And run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And when we see Damian Pierce run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, this upcoming year in his sophomore year, overcoming the rookie wall, we're going to see precisely how good he is. Is yeah. he Elijah Mitchell? Is he Christian McCaffrey? Or is he Damian Pierce? I don't think we know. But until we do, that's where we come out the other side. Okay. Yeah. That, yes. Right. Yes. 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 I. Th- yeah. I think what we're saying here, and I think, which I think is fair, because I think this division can be up for me as of right now. I would favor the Jaguars, but if everything, if everything goes well, well we've gotten Texans, this far. If, look, Josh. If everything goes well for agency with the Texans and the draft, the, the Texans could shock us, and, I, and shout out to D'Amico if that, if that happened. But you well, how bad? Fans, wait a minute. I'll ask you a question. Go ahead, go ahead. So put yourself in the shoes of a Texans fan. Right. How upset would you be if I took you from three and thirteen, three thirteen and one, to six and eleven? That's you like doubled your wins. That's like yeah, it's like three more wins. Yeah, yeah. I doubled your wins, yeah. and you're terribly upset. You think that it sucks? Is it's awful or no? Uh, I would say 
knowing this division, it would probably suck. I think they would, they would probably want more, but I get what you're saying. Well, everybody wants more. Yeah. And go to all 32 fan bases. Yeah. They all want more. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but if I tell you as a rookie head coach, you took a team from three wins, picking second in the draft, all the way to six, that's improvement. That's fair, yeah. Have more – understand that the NFL is a building game. Yep. It's very windy at the top, and you are consistently building. Mm-hmm. Anyway, con- continue. As we go as we go through, try and remember that no matter who your favorite team is, you're building towards, or even if you're even if you're at the top, it's very windy up there. It is not it is it is not easy to just stay at the top forever and ever. Mm-hmm. No, you no, know, you're right. You're definitely you're definitely right. Um, which I which wait, listen no and honestly, Josh, the only reason why I I just feel like Houston's going to go off next year is because obviously with D'Amico and obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. I mean, if the defense, the defense is right for him right there. And mm-hmm. depending on how the offense looks, we'll, we'll see. But, but I think Houston will be up. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong. We'll see. Now, let's go with the coach. Shout out to my, my boy Chris. He's a coach fan, by the way. So hopefully we can make, make coach fans happy. So I'm looking at their depth chart right now. Obviously, the number one easy quarterback. And obviously, Josh, they need a second receiver. I like my boy Michael Pittman. I love Michael Pittman, but they need a second receiver. Now, defense, I like their defense. Now, obviously, don't be surprised if they keep Jess Saturday. We'll see what happens. But but I, I don't trust Jim Mersey, but we'll see who he selects in the first round. With the Why quarterback, but ho- Josh, 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 hopefully. What is ever giving you any kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Josh, uh, uh, hopefully they, we can make Colts fans happy. So, Josh, yeah. let's, so how do you feel with the Colts? Now, I like their D-line. How, what do you think the major needs for the Colts? Obviously, the number one is the quarterback. And hopefully they can get another receiver. That's just to me. Um, they haven't even named their head coach. Right. What is it? It's like, well, how many days before the Super Bowl? We're five days from the Super Bowl. And you don't know who your head coach is. And that would be fine if you were a playoff team. But you're not a playoff team. You're coming off a 4-12-1 season. Yep. Even if I like your defense, right? Even if I think your defense is good. Mm-hmm. The idea that you're like this disorganized, that you're hiring coaches off of ESPN, yeah, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and the worst thing about the Colts, so me and you, unfortunately, we're not going to make Colts fans happy here. Um, <laughs> your, your dealing, your best player, or at least who I think your best player is, is coming off a season in which he played what four or five games, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. Like Michael Pittman Jr. I have a, I have a saying about the Colts when I play fantasy, which is that if you're in DFS and either Michael Pittman Jr. or Jonathan Taylor is missing, mm-hmm. it's likely a loss. Mm. Yeah, and that I, I'm going to hold to that. You have 29 million dollars in room, but you are picking in the worst spot yeah. that you possibly could because you better believe that Houston is going to draft a quarterback. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! If you believe nothing else that I say today, believe that Houston is going to ju- is going to draft a quarterback, which means that the other two teams that are ahead of you, Chicago and Arizona, are going to have trade partners for whoever the second quarterback is. Whether you believe that's CJ Stroud or whether you believe that's um, Bryce Young, it doesn't really matter. No. What really matters is that if I'm a team looking to trade up, if I'm the Carolinas of the world, yep. if I'm the um, if I'm the Washingtons of the world, yes. I'm the New Englands, the Las Vegases, and I'm trying to get ahead of the number four Indianapolis Colts, I have two options, dude. 
I can I can trade to three or I can trade to one. I have two possibilities yeah. to, to, to go up with. And it's going to make it what's, – what's going to end up happening is that the Colts will have a choice. They'll either draft a young quarterback, which yep. by the way, you know, might work out, but for every young quarterback that starts, they also like they they struggle. I yeah. like young quarterbacks who who struggle who are taken high in the draft. And for me to pick the Colts, for me to think that the Colts are on their way up when um, when they don't have a quarterback, nope. when they don't have a head coach, nope. when their running back is coming off major injury, when their number one receiver. I mean, if you think Terry McLaurin had it bad, Michael Pittman Jr. had to deal with Alec Pierce. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. nonsense. <laughs> like, I mean, there's number two receivers, and then there's number four wide receivers. And Alec Pierce falls into the latter category. He's a number four wide receiver. Yeah, he is, like, yeah. Michael Pittman Jr. was blanketed. But if you take nothing else away from this podcast, Michael Pittman Jr. was blanketed all season long. And there is no reason as of this, re- as of, as of this recording to not do that. No. Nope. Invest your $29 million when you already have all of your picks. So that's going to remove another $9 million. So that's going to leave you $20 million to work with and to try and upgrade. Are you going to try and upgrade that defense? Or are you going to try and upgrade along the offensive line, along the offense? Are you going to try and go get yourself a number two wide receiver? That's you mentioned one. that. Um, I say to you that the thinnest position in all of football for free agency is the wide receiver position. You're yeah. going to mentioned three names throughout the show and it's going to come up more than once what mm. Beckham Jr., Meikle Hardman, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, I don't know what you feel about Meikle Hardman. I've seen Meikle Hardman make amazing plays mm-hmm. and seen him be uh, nothing. I've, I've gone games without considering Meikle Hardman as anything. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about Odell Beckham Jr.? I know that you remember him being great two years ago. I remember him holding a free agent flight fest all of last year and not signing with anybody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which leaves Juju Smith-Schuster. And if I tell you the only wide receiver on the entire market is Juju Smith-Schuster, you can bet that he's going to be overpaid. I yeah, think are going to overpay for him. I think Colts are going to say, well, why the hell wouldn't we settle for Alec Pierce? <laughs> and you're going to say, well, because he's not going to make the difference for Michael Pittman Jr. And the Colts are going to say, well, yeah, but we'll spend our 20 million elsewhere. And as a result, I have them finishing in last place. Sorry, Chris. Wow. Wow. But you know what? That could happen because at the end of the day, Josh, you're right. We don't know who the coach is. I, w- I would think it's going to be Jeff Saturday, which I don't think Colts fans would be, be – they they're probably going to be mad. And and also, and for a rookie quarterback, I mean, listen, it, it, it's cool to have Michael Pittman, but it's not going to be enough, bro. To me, the, here's what I think is going to happen. They're going to have a good defense, yada, yada, yada. And the rookie quarterback is going to play, yada, yada, yada. But it's just, it's just like, and it, I don't know. And I, I want Colts fans to be happy. But at the end of the day, it's the same result, same result, same result, bro. Because, I mean, like you like you said, after Michael Pittman, what do, I mean, listen, I like Alec Pierre, but he, like you said, he's like a wide receiver four, wide receiver three. You, you know what I mean? Like, you have a good point. And then Donald Taylor, yada, yada, yada. No, Josh, you're 100% right. And I and I, I and I feel for coach fans because they have a good defense, but their offense is like Taylor, Michael Pittman, and obviously depending on who the rookie quarterback is. I mean, I don't know. I think coach fans are fifty fifty, but I can't blame. And also remember, Chris Bauer came from the Chiefs, so you're you're right on the money with Hartman. I mean, that's that would be interesting if he could sign him. But uh, 
But man, if they if they if they if they can only sign TikTok, my, my boy Juju from USC, then uh, uh, I don't know about that. But you, you, you're on, you're on to something right there, Josh. You well, are. here's my prediction. Right. My prediction is that assuming there's nobody else who's cut, that's right. a big name at wide receiver, and maybe yeah. there will be. But let's just for the moment assume that there is nobody who is cut at wide receiver and things stay the same where they are. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster will be overpaid. Not because he's worth it. Not because he's worth it. Want to make that clear. Simply because he's the one guy who you can be like, you know what? I trust him. He's a solid number two receiver. And there will be, like, everybody in the market will be looking at him going like, oh, wow, you know, can we get him? Can we get him? Can we get him? And he's going he's gonna to have a market. I gave you the three wide. I gave you the three wide receivers that I trust. Yeah. And like, I don't. I don't know how you feel about Miko Hardman. I don't really want to sit here and talk. No, 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 Josh. I, I like him. Well, go ahead, though. I like him. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk smack about Miko Hardman. Like, I got nothing against Miko Hardman. And if he wins, he wins. Like, great, right? I'm saying to you that he has less of a track record than Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's such a like outrageous statement. Right. right. I don't know how you feel about OBJ. Obviously, I think he's more talented than Juju Smith-Schuster. But I think we both know that one guy is playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday, and the other guy hasn't played since the Super Bowl of last year. Right. So if I accept that fact straight away, how can I sit there and be like, you know what? OBJ is going to be for sure better than Juju. I don't think you can. It's a gamble. And if that, I mean, if one one guy is security and one guy is a gamble, and there's only three guys to choose from, the security guy is going to get way the hell overpaid. Yeah, no, you're right. We saw it with Christian Kirk last year. So, and which, by the way, he was worth it. By the way, speaking of, well, we're not at the Jaguars yet. You still oh, have the Titans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what's actually let's start with the Jaguars. That's next team, Josh. Oh let's no, let's go to the Titans. The Jaguars. Okay, Titans. Fine, 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 fine. Let's go with the Titans. The guy. I want to make the, that fan base happy because I, I'll say this about them, Josh. Yeah. Listen, man, I like Mike Brable. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I do. A defensive-minded coach, obviously. I mean, I, I was really impressed how their defense played without Landry, by the way. Hopefully, mm-hmm. that man can stay healthy, by the way. But, obviously, their main issue were, obviously, I was talking to a Titans fan, by the way. Um, <laughs> Shout-out shout to my boy, Mike. Um, but right. he said their main needs are offensive linemen, which, he, that's probably fair. And, obviously – I think to me, John, let's be fair. Listen, I love Trayvon Burst, but I think their number one need, it's got to, bro, losing AJ Brown was big. And that's why it got in the GM fire because, listen, I, I th- you know what? I was like, why would you trade for Julio Jones? Now, if you trade for Julio Jones 10 years ago, I get that. And then, you know, they trade AJ Brown, which that was kind of, that was stupid. But, but, but Braver was like, what the hell? Like, why would you even trade AJ Brown? But it is what it is. But, I'm looking. I'm looking at their depth chart, right? Like I like their defense. I mean, I think they're sound. I mean, I mean, I mean, shit. They should have never released Adore Jackson, but that's neither here nor there, uh, Josh. But let me ask you this, Josh: mm-hmm. Should Titan fans be happy about what you're about to say about them? Um, they should be worried. Mm. Um, I, I wouldn't call it happy. It, it's not right to dangle fan bases. Um, to to give fan bases hope from uh that that they don't really warrant but it's also they they also haven't really done anything that gives you any kind of like oh my god what are we ever go like what are we going to do Mm -hmm. um and 
they're sort of the wild card of, of everything. Mm-hmm. I have them finishing anywhere between fourth and second. Mm. And the issue with the Titans is that right now they're $28 million over the cap. And so that leads you to think, oh, my God, what are they going to do? Well, they also have 42 players signed, right? So what you hope for is you hope for some restructuring, right? And you look at their list of free agents. I'm looking at their list of free agents right now. And aside from Aaron Brewer, I'm not deeply attached to any of these people. Mm -hmm. of these people are like, oh, my God, what am I ever going to do? I I can lose just about anybody. Aaron Brewer, by the way, is a restricted free agent. So the odds of him going anywhere – are slim to none because mm-hmm. when you're restricted, it's damn near impossible. You could make a case that Nate Davis is a good, you know, guard. And if, if you want to, like, uh, okay, whatever. I'm not <laughs> an argument over Nate Davis or whether you think Nate Davis is the man. But what's more than likely going to happen is you're going to have to cut. Um, but, like, again, I don't really want to speculate on cuts. It's not fair to the entire team. I think their defense is good. Yes. Uh, and whether you feel that Ryan Tannehill is good or whether you think that he's overrated or whatever, right? Like he's also solid. Yes. Period. Now that might not be enough to like get you happy, but like he's solid. Right. I don't think that you're, I got, it's interesting. I have five quarterbacks on the list mm. and of the five quarterbacks, the only one who I would be like, you know what? That guy is unrestricted, and he's for sure better, is an exclusive rights free agent, and that's um, um, an exclusive right franchise tag. Franchise tag on the very first day, and that's Lamar Jackson. Mm. Like, if you keep Ryan Tannehill, you are you have the what quarterback, best quarterback in the division. Yep. The answer is number two, right? Yep. You still have it. You still have Derrick Henry. You've still got Traylon Burks. Yep. And, you know, make, do the best that you can. But I'm telling you that you're already $28 million over the cap. Yeah. I'm also telling you that you're, um, that you're probably, you're, you're probably going to have to like make some cuts or make some restructures, but you also have the most solid team. Mm-hmm. So where does that put you? Well, I mean, that kind of lends itself towards, well, what are we going to do in the draft? And right now, I have you picking, just to make sure I got it right. You are picking one, two, three, over here, four, all the way to 13. So you're picking what? 10th in the draft? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 11, sorry. You're picking okay. 11th. You're picking 11th in the draft. Um, you have no fourth round pick, but you have all the extra picks. Like, okay. Like, go improve it, go get younger count on Mike Vrabel to be like a good head coach. Do your restructurings. Like, I, I hate to say it like this, but like, eat your vegetables. Yeah. You'll be okay. It'll all work out. But yeah. to pretend like you're going to be better than the next team that we're about to talk about. Mm. Ridiculous. It's yeah. you're, you're, you're asking for something that doesn't really exist. Mm. Yeah. Um, but could you be number two? Sure. Let's see what your new GM does. Could you be number four? Sure. Yeah, which, by the way, Josh, the guy, Ron Matherin, came from the Niners. But keep going. Yep, yep. Can you be sure that he's going to be great? We'll find I, out. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. That's exactly right. That's the right answer. I'm praying for the guy. I can't really be sure one way or the other. Because mm-hmm. that's the right answer, isn't it? That's what yeah. I answer. 
I don't think that's such an outlandish take, Vince. Do you? No, 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 no. You don't know. Is such to me, to me, what's interesting, Josh, for Giants fans, to me, what's interesting, who will they pick at the 11 pick? Will they go offensive linemen? I mean, I mean, I think the best offensive lineman out there for for uh, in the He'll first round gone. is that Peter guy. He's that Peter guy, by the way. No, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's gone. Been gone. And, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. So yeah. it, to me, it comes down to they need another receiver. They know Josh. They they do because I, that, listen, I, I, I like Burks, but let's but listen. I like Robert Woods, but come on, bro. They need another receiver. They do, and they know it because yeah. if they have AJ Brown, they can definitely win this division. But they don't, obviously, right? So. Well, there may be another wide. There may be a good wide receiver by the time they're, um, by their time they're by the time they're picking. That sounds reasonable to me. Um, you know, I'm looking at the NFL draft order right now. You know, Romeo Odunze, Roma Dunze, and Nathaniel Deal. They're not Nathaniel Deal. I guess I don't really like him. But Rashi Rice out of SMU, Romeo yes. Romeo Dunze. Or Quentin Johnson. Well, Quentin Johnson is probably going to be gone. But like Rome is Rome is okay. I'm I'm not. There there are worse players out there. Jordan Addison. Yes, yes, <laughs> him. Let's go, baby. Yep. Like there are worse guys out there. Jalen Hyatt. Like they're fine. I I don't think Quentin Johnson's going to be there. But whatever. What if he falls? Who has any idea? Right. And if he's there, and you're teaming Traylon Burks with um, Quentin Johnston, then all okay. of a sudden we're in a different conversation, aren't we? Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, but like at the moment, as we sit here talking, right? I have Quentin Johnson going a little bit earlier, mm. but like, would it shock you if, like, if Quentin Johnson fell, and now you have Traylon Burks on one side and Quentin Johnson on the other? Doesn't that feel a lot like a lot better, a lot better than the last year? Yep. Doesn't, that, but doesn't that feel a lot like Kyle Pitts on one side and Drake London on the other? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except obviously Tennessee has a better quarterback, but you know, you, you know, but yeah. And is that all it takes? Vince? Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll get there. Oh and yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. that's all that takes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but Tennessee, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm running for you guys, and I'm I'm gonna root for the GM because he came from San Francisco. Ron, fix that Tennessee. Uh, please make Tennessee fans happy. That's, 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 all, that's all that matters, by the way. Yes, Ron. Anyways, anyways, with that being said, let's go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, oh man, oh man, Josh, this team is gonna be fun to talk about because yeah, listen, I, I like the receivers. Shout out to them for getting Christian Kirk. That was and it, and now they're gonna get Calvin Ridley. Listen, man. To me, I think for Jaguars fans to be happy, listen, I think we're going to make them happy. I think the main focus for them is defense because I like I like the receivers. Now they're going to now they're going to you know we'll see if they keep Evan Ingram, but at the end of the day, they had the right coach. You know, they're they're a young team last year, so I think they're they're sent for the future. Josh, I, I think their main needs is defense. What what, 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 do, what do you think? Because I, I like this team. I, I, I love this team, and that's not the main focus. The main focus is on offense. The main focus will be on Trevor Lawrence for the rest of this rookie deal. They're $32 million over the salary cap, and you can say whatever you want about the rest of the roster. You can say that they overpaid. You can say that they're good. You can say that they're bad. It's not really about that. What it's about is that you have Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to name four names for you right now. And you're gonna We're going to play a game called, and one of these names just doesn't belong. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to name four names for you right now. And you're going to tell me which one of these names doesn't belong. Okay. Davis Mills. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, 
shit. God damn, I forgot. I was going to say Matt Ryan. It's not going to be it. Sam Ellinger. <laughs> yeah, Nick Foles. You can look at that too, yeah. And, and, and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. And one of these names just doesn't belong. And can I guess? Can I guess? It's Trevor Lawrence. Of course it's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> he was he let, he let a number of comebacks this yeah. year. And, like, I don't know how you're going to create room, just for the record. Like, I imagine that Christian Kirk is going to want to – is going to need to renegotiate. I imagine that Cam Robinson, their left tackle, is going to renegotiate. It doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. what really matters is that you have the one quarterback in the NFL in, or in the AFC South that is on the ascent. Now, how high is that ascent? I don't know. I'll tell you what else I don't know. I don't know how good Travis Etienne is going to be. Mm. Now, and I am set on their offense. If Christian Kirk, literally, if Christian Kirk was cut, I would still be excited about Calvin Ridley, assuming that he's betting on my team, right? If I'm a Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Now, he might not be betting on my team. I think that's why he was suspended in the first place. However, if he's focused and he wants to be there, then I'm jacked. I'm, I'm jacked if I'm a Jaguars fan. I think you're the clear number one. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you're if you're number one with a bullet. If you can mm-hmm. move from nine and eight to ten and seven, would that shock you? It would shock me. No, seven, no. Eleven and six, you'd be stunned. No, I wouldn't be either. I think they're number one with a bullet, and Trevor Lawrence being in that division is the reason why. When we get to our next division, it may not be that way, but right now he's the name that doesn't belong with the other with with the other quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And w- w- what do you think of Kevin Ridley? Is he number two for you or is he number one for you? I mean, he's a number one when he's focused. Yes, right, right, right. But how often have you seen him focused? If your answer is the same as mine, it's eight games a year and a half ago. Yeah. Right? Right. That's when he was ascending to a number one receiver. Yeah. And then he had mental health issues and then he had a vaccine problem. And, right. like, at some point, the Kyrie Irvingness of it all just gets exhausting, and you're just like, "Dude, just go play football." Yeah. And I imagine that's how like everybody feels about the subject. I, that's how I feel about the subject. Like, sure, he could be a number one receiver. I'm not actually against that. I think he probably could be if his head is in the right place. Is his head in the right place? It's probably someplace better than Zach Wilson's head. But is it in the right <laughs> place to play football? Hold on, hold on. I gotta play. I gotta play this since you said that. <laughs> Okay, all right, there we go. All right, but good one. That's a good one, John. That's a really good one. Now, you know what? Speaking of, let's go with this division, man, because, because Josh, you got to re- represent this team. Let's go with the Buffalo Bills. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. So, go ahead. Represent the Bills Nation. All right. I, I do go like the Bills Nation. They were one of my teams that I could have made that I um, picked to make a Super Bowl run. Um, I picked four teams every single year because, as I told you at the beginning of the show, I moved around a lot, and I was always a fan of the NFL, but I couldn't get attached to a team because I'm moving around all the time, right? But when I do sports podcasts, they're like, well, who's your team? Who are you picking? And I ended up picking the Buffalo Bills this year to win the Super Bowl um, with the best chance out of the four because I believed in their defensive line. And I kept saying this. I said this on every show. It's the defensive line, stupid. Their defensive line at the moment, as we sit here talking, is the best in the NFL. I know they're not playing right now, but they weren't playing without Von Miller. They were playing without Von Miller in the game that they lost. And to pretend like Von Miller wouldn't have made any difference is ridiculous. Right. So the question is, is next year 
are they going to have the same offense, the defensive line that they have? And will Josh Allen be able to take the next step? I think the answer to one of those questions about the defensive line is a yes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have Von Miller healthy. How do you, what, what makes you so damn sure? Because he got injured in the middle of the year. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't sit around going like, oh, can, can I come back next week? No, he had surgery the same week. Yeah. I'm down. We're out. Let's, let's roll. You didn't see him dancing around trying to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. He was done. And yeah. he stopped. You know, do I think that their defensive line is going to be as good as it was this year through the first like 10 games that Von Miller played? Yes, I do. Mm. Um, I, I do definitively. Until, um, until you subtract um, Von Miller from this. So I'm, I'm looking at when Von Miller went down. Von Miller went down against the Jets. And the Bills, before Von Miller went down, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. The Bills were eleven and one before Von Miller went down. You're and right. they finished thirteen and three. Yeah. And you can even make a case. Yeah. I mean, like, so what does that tell you? That tells you that like once Von Miller was down, that was it. You guys are fucked. Yep, you said you said on the overall sports show. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Yeah, and like you're done, and you're just not you're not the same team. Now, the real question that everybody wants to know is, do we think that Josh Allen can take the next step forward? Well, what do you believe? Do you believe the beginning of the year, or do you believe the second half of the year? Right. You're gonna right. get two different answers to that question throughout the offseason. If you believe the second half of the year, if you believe you don't get any better from where you were. Um, at the end to where you are at the beginning, then you're going to say the answer is no. But even if the answer is no to that question, then you're still talking about the third best quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. behind Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, that neighborhood, right? Either one, two, three, that, that zone, right? So to pretend like the bills are going to fall too far down the ladder is also ridiculous. Mm-hmm. As long as you have Allen and Stefan Diggs, um, and Gabe Davis, you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna like suck. You're not Preach. gonna get jets, but Preach. are you going to be able to come? Are you going like? Are you going to be able to win the AFC? Win, win the AFC outright? I think the answer to that question is no. Will you be able to win the AFC East outright? Yes. yes. Now, Josh, let me ask you this: How do you think? Okay, so you're, you're a Bills guy. How do you feel with Ken Dorsey? Because the, the numbers say. Obviously, the Bills list Brian Dable. Look what Dable did with Daniel Jones, which, by the way, we'll get to the Giants pretty soon because I can't wait to talk about them. But, and also, I know Bills fans are, don't like the defensive coordinator. Remember how we were talking in the phone? Maybe the Bills should go for Sean Pivot because at the end of the day, Josh, I love this roster. You know, I love Josh Allen. I don't know. The Bills GM, they, this, this, this GM knows what he's doing. But, however, listen, I like Sean McDermott. But at the end of the day, Josh, like it's obvious they missed Dable. I mean, look at the numbers. I mean, so how do you how do you feel with Ken Dorsey? How do you feel about that? Well, guy? let's let's break this down a little bit. Yeah. Let let's not goof around with this one. This one needs to be really broken down. Yes. I'm going to give you the entire coaching hire cycle, so okay. you can pick any head coach you want. Yeah. Okay. You can pick you can pick everybody. Okay. That has been hired this cycle. Yeah. Who is better than Sean McDermott? To me, Sean Payton, right? Yes, yes. Name anybody else. Maybe you can argue Jim Harbaugh. Maybe that's, like, that's it. Hired. 
He stayed in Michigan, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah. So name anyone else. I mean, he, you can't really. That's I mean, the point. Yeah. That's the point. And so what I imagine happened is the same conversation that me and you had is yeah. the same kind of conversation that um, Terry and Kim Bakula had with Brandon Bean at the end of the year. Yeah. I imagine Brandon Bean said, look, we know what we went through with DeMar Hamlin. We also know that we came up short this year. Do you want to spend $15 million a year plus our first round pick and the future second to go and replace Sean McDermott? And the difference between our conversation and their conversation is that we said yes and they said no. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. We don't want to invest an additional $15 million a year in a head coach plus play, pay Sean McDermott off. Now, whether they did that because of um, finances or because Kim Pagula, you know, is evidently recovering from cancer. Um, like, I don't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Here's what I do know the answer to. The New York Giants got to the same place that the Buffalo Bills did mm-hmm. with Tom as the head coach versus Sean Payton as the head coach. That's mm-hmm. what I that's, that's the fact that I know. I agree. Yeah. What happens that they all landed in the same place that they landed, that they ended two years ago, which yeah. is the second round of the playoffs, right? Mm. So nobody actually finished any worse and nobody actually finished any better. Now, why do I bring all of this up? I bring all of this up to say that while I would want Sean Payton, right? And I would have wanted Vic Fangio. And I can't imagine that a phone call wasn't made. That would be insane if the Buffalo Bills were just like, yeah, whatever. We're just not going to call. Who cares? That, <laughs> yeah. would, that would have been nuts, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, that would have been just, that would have been ridiculous. I imagine a phone call was made. I imagine that the phone call went, hey, Sean, um, can you bring Vic Fangio along with you? And I also imagine that that's the reason why it took so long for Vic Fangio to decide that he wanted to be the um, Dolphins defensive coordinator. Yep. Because he's like, oh my God, do, do we actually have a chance to go coach the Bills? Yeah. Because, like, I'll tell you this much, if I were Vic Fangio, I would want to coach the Bills defense over the Dolphins defense. I I mean, who wouldn't? All day long and twice on Sunday, man. And so, like, and Sean Payton, I would imagine, hmm, do I get to work with Russell Wilson or do I get to work with Josh Allen? What what a choice. Of course. What are you talking about? Of course you'd rather work with Josh Allen. So I imagine the conversation went something like this. How much do you want? And Sean Payton was like, I want $15 million a year. Can you bring Vic Fangio? Yes, I can. He's going to cost you an additional 10. And then I imagine the second phone call from Brandon Bean went to Terry Pagula and he said, he said that it's going to cost you $25 million to yep. replace Sean McDermott plus whatever Sean McDermott is owed on his contract. But we can do it. Yeah. But we won't have a first round pick and we won't have a second round pick. Do you want to do it? And I bet you anything that the decision from ownership was no. And, I, and that's why they're sticking where they're sticking, right? So why do I say all of this to answer the Ken Dorsey question with a blunt, like, yes, because everybody ended up in the exact same place that they were. Yeah. Right. Like I have one coach who I would have been like, you know what? That guy's definitively better than Sean McDermott. Go get him. Yep. That coach not only required the money compensation, but also required the financial compensation. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's what happened. Like, I really do. I really think that's what happened. And so you ask, like, well, okay, well, who could we replace as offensive coordinator? And, like, can you guarantee me that um, Ken Dorsey was so much worse than Kellen Moore? I don't think you can. No, you can't, no. Right? Like, 
And Kellen Moore, by the way, is my favorite offensive coordinator. We will get to them. Oh, yeah. Oh, get, yeah. I can't When wait. we get to the Los Angeles Chargers, we will get to them. Oh, yeah. But, like, unless you're getting Eric Bieniemy, and I don't believe you were ever getting Eric No, Bien-Ami. no. I literally don't think they, that he was an option. But unless you're getting Eric Bieniemy to replace your offensive coordinator position, you have to stick with the guy who got you pretty much in the same place that the other guy got you. Mm-hmm. Disagree with me. Tell me I'm wrong. It's okay. I don't mind being wrong. No, I, I don't think you're wrong at all. But let me ask you this: Do you yeah. think do you think they're going to keep Poyer or no? What do you, what do you think is going to happen? I think they will, but I I mean, my feeling on the Jordan Poyer situation yeah. is that he's going to discover that his market is not what he thinks it's supposed to be. No, no. Um, I saw the playoffs. Everybody else who's a general manager saw the playoffs. And anybody who's a really good general manager remembers the Tyron Matthews signing of this year. Yeah. Now, we have a lot of bad general managers out there. We do. So maybe someone doesn't remember everything that I just put out, right? And if your general manager doesn't remember everything, I'm looking at you, New Orleans Saints fans, then maybe you end up signing Jordan Boyer. However, for anybody who remembers the Tyron Matthews signing, he left Kansas City, landed a big deal with the New Orleans Saints, and promptly made no difference. This year, Jordan Poyer is an aging safety who has a long track record of being successful, and he's going to want to leave, and he's going to discover, much to his chagrin, and by the way, much to my chagrin, much to my surprise, because I went looking, right? I'm going to run down safety, it turns out, is the second deepest position in the NFL in free agency. I'm going to give you some names. Mm. Jabril Peppers. Anthony Harris, Marcus Allen, Jonathan Abram, Eric Rowe, Devin McCourty, Jesse Bates, Adrian Amos, Jimmy Ward, Von Bell, and Jordan Poyer. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven safeties who I would be happy on my team. And mm-hmm. have four cuts. And you're telling me that Jordan Poyer is so much better than Von Bell, is so much better than Jesse Bates of the Bengals? I'm telling you, you're wrong. And I'm telling you that Jordan Poyer is not going to get a big money deal. It's not going to happen. Ask me about Tremaine Edmonds, you might get a different story. But mm. Jordan Poyer, new, a 33-year-old safety, no. So my prediction is that he comes back to the Bills on a one-year deal for whatever they can afford to give him. Because he loves Buffalo and because Buffalo loves him. And he's got a role. Yeah, yeah. Um so what's a plan? What's what's your what do you think Buffalo's plan is going to be in free agency? In, in your view, well, I know what I want their plan to be, and I know what I think their plan is going to be. Which what one? Which one do you want? A lot. Either one. <laughs> okay. What I think their plan is going to be, um, and I think they have to do it. I mean, maybe, yes. but like if they don't, then they're just stupid. Um, and I just don't believe that they're stupid. I don't believe they're a dumb franchise. Um, I think they have to address. <laughs> the offensive line they're not like the other i agree preach where it's like oh well maybe we'll pick somebody here no i I think they specifically need to address the offensive line i count a grand total of one player on the offensive line maybe two who Mm. you can feel really like you know what those guys are rock solid and the one that i really feel that way about is the most expensive one in mitch morse Mm. Deion Dawkins, he regressed, dude. Mm. He's not the same Deion Dawkins that you remember. Now, I don't think he's going to get cut, but mm. I do think he's going to get restructured. I don't think he's a safe. 
a, a safe lock. Spencer mm. Brown, wildly disappointing until the end of the year. Yep. Routinely our weakest guy next to Roger Saffold, who is done. Mm. Washed. Not a good offensive guard. We are done. Like the end of the road has hit you, um, Roger Saffold. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. What about Ryan, ba- Ryan Ryan Bates? You like Ryan Bates? Well, like I don't know. I want to say yes. I follow the Bills religiously. I know yeah. he's young. I know he can like rotate. I know he can play multiple positions. But yeah. how can you trust it? I can't trust it. I can't trust that he's going to go out there, you know, and and keep the right side healthy. How many times did Josh Allen have to step up in the pocket? Had to like it was left a lot, you know, like a bunch and yeah. like. There's going to be some kind of injury update. Oh, this guy was playing her, blah, 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 blah. The moment they went to David Quesenberry, like everything collapsed. Yeah. Right? Immediately collapsed, right? If they don't draft an offensive lineman, then they're just dumb. And I don't think they are dumb. So I imagine that the very first thing they're going to do is go out there and get a guard, get somebody, get somebody good and proper. Now, I gave you at the beginning of this podcast. Yep. Two offensive tackles. One Stalton Brisner and one is Orlando Brown Jr. I don't think the Bills will be in the market for either one of them. Nope. Orlando Brown Jr. is going to break the bank. And then that leads you to the same spot that I left you at, which is, oh, well, there's just one guy, Dalton Risner, and then he'll break the bank. And then you'll be done. Right? Of people you can be like, you know what? Plug, play, we're done. Right? Yeah. And so what I think is going to happen is I think the Bills are going to draft. Now, the good news is for the Bills that there are plenty of centers who are available. Rodney Hudson, Connor McGovern, Grant Bradbury, Jason Kelsey, Eric McCoy. Plenty of centers. Can one of them play guard? Maybe. No. Maybe, maybe, yeah. You have no idea, right? I don't have any idea. So, like, I can't imagine that they're not going to go for the offensive line. Then your second question becomes, okay, so what are you going to do at wide receiver? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what did Gabe Davis show you this year? Well, he showed you that when he gets open, he's a touchdown just waiting to be found. Yes. But how often does he get open? Well, twice a game. (laughs) Twice a game, Like, come on! (laughs) A little more consistency, man. And I don't think you can count on that anymore. Do you go out and make a big splash for Juju Smith-Schuster? Does Juju Smith-Schuster want to win a championship with you? Well, let's find out what Kansas City wants wants to do. Can you go out and get OBJ? I think they proved that, like, uh, not unless he's healthy. And, like, then that leaves Michael Hardman. You know, I think they'll be in play for wide receivers, too. But I can't imagine. Like, it would just be – it would just be ridiculous. Yeah. They were yeah. just like, no, what? Fuck it. Just let him continue running for his life. <laughs> that's not going to happen. No. So, like – so that's what I mean. That's what I think is going to happen. Now ask me what I would like to see happen. Mm. They're two different answers. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. I want them. I, first off, I don't care what it costs. I don't care if it costs a first round pick. I don't care if it costs a player. I don't really care. Okay. So I guess I'm not, I'm not interested in like hearing the like, Oh, but it's going to cost too much argument. I don't care. Is, can I guess who it is? Yeah. guess. DeAndre Hopkins. No, but you were. Oh, wow. Okay. You ready? I don't care. I don't care what it costs. Okay. okay. I don't care what he asks for. I don't care what it does to your salary cap. I don't care if it puts you over. The only thing I care about is that you have Josh Allen handing the ball off to Saquon Barkley. Ooh. I don't care about about 
James Cook, how lovely. It was great that you had a great year. Awesome. I don't care about Devin Singletary as an unrestricted free agent. I don't care. I don't care. And you're not going to make me care. If I had the chance to get Saquon Barkley in that backfield, I do not care about whether Gabe Davis can get open. I do not care about whether Stefan Diggs showed regression. I don't care that like you might not believe in Josh Allen. I care that there is no way in fuck that you are not putting eight men in the bus. The same thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the reverse about San Francisco, about the choose your own adventure offense, right? Anybody can beat you. Mm-hmm. Like later on, I'm going to say that about, the, about San Francisco. I am telling you right now that if Saquon Barkley and Josh Allen are in the same backfield, you better keep eight men in the box at all times. Yep. We'll be playing single coverage the entire way. Both safeties come to the line of scrimmage because I will simply run it down your throat with Josh Allen and Saquon Barkley. I literally, you, you want to talk about running the ball, right? That's yeah. what I want to talk about. Give me Saquon Barkley with Josh Allen as the quarterback and let's mm. see what happens. You, have you ever seen a running game like that? No. Nope. It would be, it would be impossible. And it would be the opposite. It'd be the inverse of what San Francisco likes to do. Cause like, if you stack the box against San Francisco, Oh, well, we'll just send Christian McCaffrey out wide. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll throw Brand, Debo, throw to Debo Samuels, single coverage, or Brandon Ayuk. Right. Show me what the coverage is. Yeah. And I'll, um, I'll, I'll find the open guy and I'll just go there. In this case, if, if the Bills get Saquon Barkley, and by the way, I don't think they can get Saquon Barkley, and I don't think he's leaving, but since I'm on the Vince Size podcast, and he's yeah. like, if they did have Saquon Barkley, I don't think that you could vary up your defenses. I think you'd be ridiculous. You're telling me you're only going to rush four with Saquon Barkley and Josh Allen back there? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're going to play coverage? Really? That's your plan? Against Saquon Barkley? Get out of here. They're going to run down your throat every game. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that, Josh, honestly, because it's going to be interesting to see if the Giants GM is going to give him that money because, remember, he came – that GM came from Buffalo. So, can't wait to talk about that. However – would let's you talk about, about Andrew Jones? Before we do it, would you do the same thing? Yes, I would. Yeah. No you wouldn't problem. care. You would say, damn the torpedoes. I'm getting Saquon Barkley. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think yeah, so. we're, we're, not, we're, the same, we're, we're the same mindset. Now, let's go with Andrew Jones' team. And I respect his team. Yeah. I love the Jets. Shout out to Salah. You know, you might as well call these teams that New York Niners, by the way. <laughs> but I think what's going to fuck them up, Josh. Excuse my language. No, but seriously, what's going to fuck them up is going to be the high rig on Nathaniel Hackett because, listen, I love the defense. You know, I love Brees Hall. You know, they, they're they almost a complete team, but obviously it's it's pretty much on the quarterback. So, Josh, let's make our boy Andrew Jones happy. So, what do you think of the Jets? I think they're the second-best team in the division. Mm. Out loud, think they're the second-best team in the division. I don't care if they get Aaron Rodgers. Mm. And, by the <laughs> way, I don't care if they have – um, I don't care if they have Mike White. Like, I don't care. They are the second best team of the division. You are going to need you are going to need injuries for them to not be the second best team. Now, the good news is that last year you had injuries. Yeah, you had to Brees Hall. Um, you had other guys injured just because I can't remember everybody went who got injured on the Jets. Like they faced that they had a lot of injuries. Quinton Williams got injured at one point, but like as we sit here talking right now. They are the second best team in the division. Now, 
they have a Zach Wilson problem. And they they have a problem. And they know that um, somebody in their their front office um, (laughs) is going to listen to the Vince Size podcast (laughs) and is going to say, look, we we can't sign Jimmy Garoppolo. And everyone's going to be disappointed. You can book it. There's going to be a but. There's going to be some general manager going. Look, you don't tell us what to do, and whoever that little peant is who listens to our show, yes, is going to be like, Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the ball more than ten yards. What's that going to do to Garrett Wilson? Yeah, and like you're going to see. It, it, do you, have you ever seen like a losing stadium, like a losing home team? <laughs> yes. you ever, like the fans of like a losing home team where they really <laughs> thought they could win, and like everybody is just down. In that moment, the entire Jets front office is going to be like, oh, Jimmy G really isn't an option. And there's going to be a day of sadness. And you're going to either invest, after you get past that day, you're either going to invest in Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. And I'm here to tell you that Mm -hmm. if you invest in Derek Carr, if you tie your wagon to Derek Carr, (laughs) that you're going to fit it, that it's not going to make one iota of difference. You are, you are going to finish in the exact same space that you were. You'll be eight and eight. You'll be you'll be you'll be eight and nine. You'll be nine and eight. You'll be seven and ten if things go bad. You'll be ten and seven if things go good. But yeah. you're going to be in exactly the same spot that you are. And before you say, "Oh, well, what about Daniel Jones?" It's the same. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's well, John, here's what, I'll, here's what I'll say. Now, now I know people are not are not high on car, which that that's fair. That's fair. But yes. Now, John, let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this though. Let's be fair though. Sure. Like, we we I, on my show on the TC Define Media Football Show. I listen. I was high on the Raiders. We'll get to them pretty soon. But but listen, at the end of the day, bro. I mean, obviously, Josh McFraud is a fraud. Obviously, because we we fell well, in love with the Raiders receiver. We fell in love with the running backs. But let me ask you this though. But people forget the Raiders made the playoffs with Eric Bichastri, by the way. Which by the way, he's a special team coach. By the way. So obviously the Raiders should have kept him, but that's not nor here nor there. Now, obviously, in my opinion, if you get Carr in a better situation, obviously the Jets have a good defense. They got receivers. It wouldn't surprise me like a new scenario, new scenery. Which, by the way, I think Carr's going to be a Saint or or Jet. So who knows? Who knows? We'll find out in about next month or pretty soon. But I think a new scenery. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes off because uh, because let's face it, Josh. I mean, listen, Carr. I mean, it wouldn't say much if Carr's better than Wilson. It wouldn't. I'm I'm ready for Wilson, but at the end of the day, he's gonna prove everybody why he was he was he he, he should be he should be the second pick in the draft. So and obviously don't don't fuck with other people's mom, other mom's friends. But uh, no, but no, but seriously, uh, uh-huh. how, how do you how do you feel? Um, I I don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there is a big drop. You can call me crazy. You can- yeah. I just don't watch football. And I'm going to tell you that there's a big drop off from Devontae Adams to Chris Olave. And I like Chris Olave. I'm a fan of Chris Olave. There's a big drop off from Devontae Adams to Chris Olave. And if you think that's a big drop off, there's another big drop off from Devontae Adams to Garrett Wilson. And I love Garrett Wilson. He's great. He's not Devontae Adams. And that's okay. That's okay. None of us, we not only Cooper Cup can say, that I'm I'm as good as Devontae Adams. Uh-huh. Everybody else at wide receiver is like I'm I'm sorry I'm just not as good as Devontae Adams. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. But the big point of all of this yes. is that Derek Carr is going to realize, oh well, shit, this guy's not as good as Devontae Adams. No matter where he goes, yeah, unless it's to the Rams. 
um, but he's not going to the Rams. And um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't agree. I, I think the, um, I, I think Derek Carr will not experience success in his, um, um, I, I think that Derek Carr is, um, is, is not destined for success. I, I will leave it there. You know, it's crazy, Josh. You're predicting that Jets is going to get Carr. I, that, that's what Andrew said on my show. He said Carr's going to be a jet, jet. That's what he thinks. Well, I, I think he's wrong. I, I, I think that somebody in their right mind is going to say, look, it, it's, it, it's Derek Carr. And they're really like, well, look how fast he throws the ball. Look, he can really dissect it. It's Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> but no, don't you see from two years? It's Derek Carr. Settle down. Settle down. And like, they're going to. And like, they're going to. Because Robert Sala is a good coach. Yes, he is. He is. And like, the question is, like, could you really, if I gave you Derek Carr or <laughs> Tyler Thompson, how different are the results? I can tell you how different the salaries are. That piece I can tell you. Okay, go, How go, different go, are go, the go. results? Tell me. The answer is not. <laughs> same thing. They're the same thing. So don't waste your money. Right. Okay, so Josh, let me ask you this. What do you think the Jets should do? Because let me ask you this. I like Salah. We both love Salah. We both love Joe Douglas. Well, let me ask, let me ask you this: If they're if they're you know how New York media is, let's I say if they're on, they're on the pressure this year. Let's let's say they're on the hot seat. What would you do do if you're the Jets? Because we, we love their defense. What do you think the Jets should do? What do I think they should do, or what do yes. I think will do? Okay, but uh, well, there are two different questions with them. Okay, what do you think they will do? What I think they will do is I think they will sign a Derek Carr or. God forbid, I know he hates to hear this, a Taylor Heineke. Uh, <laughs> they will try and force the issue and force improvement out of the quarterback spot. That's what I think they will do. What do I think they should do? I think that it's Aaron Rodgers. And mm. if you can't get Aaron Rodgers, assuming he's not available, that I think you have to draft a rookie. And mm. You have to put Zach Wilson as your third quarterback. They look, dude, you're gonna have to win it out over Mike White. It's not really about so like this is the piece that Jets fans miss. It's not really about how you do at quarterback. I know you think it is. Like I understand that. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you that I have a memory of longer this'll this'll help your Jets friends. I have a memory um of longer than one year old. My mm-hmm. memory just happens to be a little bit older than one year. I'm a 41-year-old man. And I remember in 2021, 2022, when you were four and fucking 13. Mm-hmm. I was there when you were four and 13. And I'm here again in 2022 when you're seven and 10. You were four and 13 with Robert Sala in your first year, and he gave you three wins. Improvement in his second year. Now you're seven and 10. And next year, when you're 10 and seven, with a reasonable salary cap, without having to cut players, without able to develop Garrett Wilson into his second year and encourage chemistry with Mike White, um, you will thank me. Because a healthy Brees Hall 
probably would have had you at nine and eight and making the playoffs instead of the Dolphins. I agree. People were forgetting that Jets deep Dolphin was flowing. Go ahead. It yeah. was good. It was fine. And they were fine. And like right now, everybody is thinking like, oh, well, we need a quarterback. They need to go. They need to go. They need to go. $16 million in salary cap space tied up in 37 players, including a bunch of rookies. If they were just patient and they get to what, 10 and seven, yeah. then what? You're going to fire Robert Sala? Hell no. Have success in the playoffs. He took you from four wins to seven wins. And if he takes you to 10 next year, that's another three win improvement. And by the way, I don't think that is such a hot to trot like prediction. No, nope, nope. around going like, oh my God, I can't see that. You can see that with just basic, 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 basic levels of improvement. Like just really basic stuff without throwing everything into trying to make a Super Bowl run. With Aaron Rodgers, you can make a Super Bowl run. But assuming you don't get him, do you think the Jets are going to win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones as your quarterback? No. Geno Smith? No. Taylor Heine? And by the way, you're not getting Geno Smith, but like for an instance, yeah. no. Jimmy Garoppolo, no. Taylor Heineke, no. So if you're not winning a Super Bowl, right, yeah. are you just encouraging fans to get more and more upset? The answer to that question is yes. Mm, yeah. So just develop. Stay the course. Believe in the people that you have, provided they're not trying to hook up with senior citizens in nursing homes. I had to add the caveat in there because whoever's managing Zach Wilson hasn't done that. Go ahead. <laughs> oh shit, that, that was a good one. That, that's that's a laugh. That's that's a really good one. Actually, that, no, that deserves a laugh, though, Josh. That that was that was. I got good. lots of laughs, man. I'll be. Oh, oh, I'm a dad. Well, I, I gotta play it again. That, 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 that was great. That was that was great. Okay, very close. And there we go. There we go. But however, now let's go with now. Now, Andrew Jones, hopefully the Jets will pr- prove you wrong. You know, they do well in the draft. They do well in free agency because I'm, I'm ready for Salah. I think he's doing a good job. It all depends on the quarterback. And good luck to – Josh, real quick before we move on, what, what do you got to say about Nathaniel Hackett? How about that? So, I'll give you – I'll actually give you, Andrew Jones, a little more hope. What have the Jets shown you in drafting that has been bad at all? Nothing. That's the point, isn't it? Of all the things that the Jets are good at, it's drafting and developing. Yes. You can bitch about a lot of other stuff with the Jets, but drafting and developing is not their problem. That's something they're good at. So lean into your goddamn strength. Stop trying to look to the outside, look to within, establish the culture, and be happy for your 10-7 and record. I agree. So, all right. Um, And you asked me about Nathaniel can't hack it. I mean, (laughs) is he going to bring Aaron Rodgers? Hopefully. Hopefully. And if he doesn't, do you still have time to fire him and name your quarterback's coach the OC? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would do. If if Aaron Rodgers is really off the table, the moment I find out that I can't get Aaron Rodgers, Nathaniel Hackett, see ya. Offensive coordinator for hire. If if Hackett cannot bring Rodgers, here's... Then you're done, but don't wait until... No, 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 no. This is the side we will play. There we go, there we go. Now... Now, with that being said, Josh, with that being said, which, by the way, the, the Jets and the AFC East play, play the NFC East, and then they play the AFC West. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I do think the Jets can get 10 wins. Hopefully they can stay healthy. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Now, all right. Now, let's go with Lucas's team. We'll, we'll say the best team for last. How about that, Josh? There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Patriots. Now, 
listen, I love my boy Lucas Gaynor. Shout out to my co-host, by the way. He does he does a great job, by the way. He keeps it real about his Patriots. Listen, I like Mac Jones, by the way. Which, by the way, Josh, mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan wanted to draft Mac Jones. I mean, obviously, he moved with Trey. You can't blame him. But, however, Josh, um, obviously, Bill Bryan is the offensive coordinator, which that's like, it's going to be a lot better than, obviously, with Matt Patricia. <laughs> um, but here, here's my thing. Now, yeah, exactly. Here's my thing, right? What's your thing? I like their defense. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's going to be interesting to see if they keep Jacoby Myers. We'll see if that we'll see if they do. Because and what, which by the way, Josh, watch out for the Texans because the Casario is from the Patriots, and don't be surprised if Casario would love Myers. They wouldn't surprise me at all. But with that being said, um, I think the Patriots. I, I'm with Lucas. Um, Lucas does not like Trent Brown. He does. He does not. He's yeah. hoping for. He's hoping for Peter, but I don't think Peter is going to fall down. To uh, uh, to twelve or thirteen. I don't know what the Patriots pick, but they they, they pick they don't twelve, pick to the 12 or thirteen. I could right, tell right. Which I don't think they're going to get Peter. There's no way in hell. So, I think what they really need, in my view, another corner. Uh, they can use another another receiver. Uh, they're probably going to lose. It would not surprise me if they lose Damian Harris. By the way, um, they'll probably draft another running back. But if they can do well in free agency and do well in the draft, it wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots can shock people because people forget Josh. Mac Jones, rookie year, he was playing great. And then second year, they hired Patricia to be the OC, and that was a disaster. I mean, honestly, all the Patriots games were close, but it's the offense was so bad that it was Matt Patricia. So your thoughts about the Patriots, um, listen, they're deep. Listen, I'm being dead ass serious, Johnson. They do well in the draft. They, they do well in free agency. I think the Patriots, Patriots they can make some noise. I mean – Lucas Lucas will agree with that because Lucas said on my podcast, by the way, he predicts the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. Now, we'll see. We'll see. That's his prediction. But go ahead. Well, I'm going to give Lucas a little bit of bad news. Um, oh, bad news. That, okay, yeah, which is this. that he's okay. wrong. Here, here's my bad news for Lucas. My bad <laughs> news for Lucas is that the Patriots don't draft 13th. They draft 14th. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way um, – I'm going to give him some good news. I'm going to give you some things that you can feel good about, right? You ready? Some other things you can feel good about. The Patriots have an extra fourth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. Mm. Probably another thing to feel good about. The Patriots have 46 players under contract and almost $38 million in salary cap space if they keep everybody. Mm. First off, you only have have 52 players on the roster in the first place. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, like, to sit around and be like, you can't sign six players with extra picks Mm -hmm. for $30 million is ridiculous. That's nonsense. So, you have the money to upgrade. Mm -hmm. If you want to go get something big, go do it. Like, if you're that, that, if you hate Trent Brown that much and you're interested in Orlando Brown Jr., go get him. Yep. You are big boys. Go do it. You've got your salary cap space. I'm looking at your free agents, and I get it that you like Jacoby Myers. You know how, how, how lovely that is. Whatever. Let me say that again so that everybody gets it, so that nobody missed it. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? I don't care even a little bit, not even by accident, that Jacoby Myers is a free agent. You'll notice that I didn't include him in my um, in my um, wide receivers that I can count on. Not because I overskipped him. Not because I think that like 
um, he's trash. Like, it's not about that. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm saying that he knows how to do one thing. Count yeah. on one finger. Good. And that's get open. Mm-hmm. Can he get yards after the catch? No. Can he um, Can he separate? No. But can he get open for one yard extra than he should have caught? Sure. Like, if you have a quarterback you can throw into a tight window, and that's all you can do, if you're looking for a possession receiver, a la Cole Beasley, by all means, man, knock it out of the park. Go get yourself some Jacoby Myers. But just on the off chance that you're not interested in that, go upgrade. You want to trade for DeAndre Hopkins? Go do it. You have the money for it. You're good. And now the question becomes, if Matt Jones had an offensive coordinator, would they have finished better than eight and nine? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how anybody in their right mind, and there are a lot of people in their wrong mind. I, I know Lucas Gaynor. He's my buddy. He's not in his right mind. So <laughs> he might not be the right person to ask. But nobody in their right mind <laughs> could sit there and be like, you know what? Matt Patricia was the answer. That's ridiculous. No. <laughs> Nobody in their right mind felt that way. No, Josh, Josh, Josh. Who the hell loses to Josh McFraud? And the Patriots had it. Wait, wait, wait. On a Statue of Liberty play. <laughs> On a Statue of Liberty play. They lost to that. Throwing the ball all over the field. Ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> like, you've seen the Bill Belichick frustrated face. <laughs> Yeah. There's no way in God's green earth that sitting around like that that um what's his name was wasn't sitting around going Robert Kraft wasn't sitting around going, you know, this is ridiculous. This is silly stuff. Like of course it was. Of course it was. And so you you sort of you you put all of that together mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, if this team wants to go and get back into the playoffs, this is the team to be scared of, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot that will go into that, right? Like, mm-hmm. Lucas is right that there needs to be sort of talent upgrades across the board. Difference between the Patriots and the Jets is that the Jets should do it internally. The Patriots can do it externally. What are they going to do? Yep. Are they finally going to trust a big wide receiver? Do we think that, um, do we think that somebody big could fall to them in the draft? Yeah. The answer to that question might be yes. Yes. Like, do I think you could get a wide receiver at 13 um, and cut off? And well, I guess you wouldn't be cutting off Tennessee. Tennessee picks 11. But yeah. like, could you cut off a Green Bay? Could you cut off Washington, seven, um, Detroit, Pittsburgh? Like, could you get yourself your prime wide receiver target yeah. there in the draft? I think the answer to that question might be yes. And I think that might be what the New England Patriots do. Also, Josh, let me ask you this. Do you trust Belichick drafting a receiver? That's the question. See, we, he could draft everything else but receiver. Yeah, I, I know that I shouldn't, but that doesn't stop me from wanting to believe. Yeah. You know, and at least with the Patriots, like, if, if he fucks up at wide receiver, yeah. well, then, you know, hopefully my tight ends can carry. No, that's not a nice thing to say. Um <laughs> If, if, oh, God. If, he fucks up, if he fucks up at wide receiver, then you're just like, well, okay, I guess I kind of knew it. What can you do, Mac? Yeah. But, like, to get off of Nelson Aguilar, to get off of, like, all the bad free agent contracts that they signed, and to go into next season with 46 players already signed mm-hmm. and, and about $35 million in cap space, go do it. Yep. Go get yourself whoever you want. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're going to be players. They're good. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
All right. So we'll see what happens, Lucas Gaynor. Hopefully, you guys can win the East. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what. I'm gonna say this though on my podcast. I do think Max is gonna go off because because okay. of Bill Bryan. Mark mark it down. Uh, and what's the day, Josh? Today is what the seventh, seven. I believe, right? Seven. Today's Thank seven. you. So, so write it down for the overall. I'm, write, I'm writing that down. Thank I'm you, about sir. Give you something to write down. All right. All right. Now, speaking of the team. Miami Dolphins. Do you so, have any Miami Dolphins? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Josh. Here we go. Here we go. Now, this is going to be fun. Now, I respect this team, obviously. Shout out to Mike McDaniels. So, for hiring Vic Fangio, that was a good move. Now. Sure. No, no, no. I love this team. No, no, Josh. We love this team. I love this team. They're very You talented. love this team. Now, the, <laughs> my only problem with this team is the quarterback. Because oh. I love Tua, but I think what was really, was really going to fuck him up was the Batman injury, bro. Because, uh, you know what? At that time, in the draft, I was yelling at Miami, draft Herbert. Because they want to drop Herbert, Lord have mercy, but that's not nor here nor there. Now they're now they're stuck with Tua. Josh, we tell Miami fans all the time, you know, with the cast bait, yada yada, yada but they won't listen to us. So hopefully Miami fans listen to this podcast because they, we can educate them. Um, but shout out to shout out to my Miami fan, fans out there, by the way. No, but seriously, Josh, I like the fact that you move. That's that's a plus for them. But however, like I said, Josh, I think what's going to fuck him up is the quarterback. Let's call it like it is. And, and they're, they're very – and Josh, they got it. I mean, fuck him. They, 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 I mean, shit. I know uh, the, uh, the GOAT uh, hired Brady. You know they wanted Brady two years ago. But shit, they had Brady right now, they would be fucking great. But with that being said, Josh, how do you feel – listen, I've been listening to Miami Dolphins YouTube. They think they're going to be unstoppable, which they could be. They could be on defense. Now – Question is going to be, Josh, can Stua stay healthy? That's the question. But go ahead. No, that that's not the question. <laughs> he, he can't stay healthy, like out loud with my voice. He can't, cannot. No, no. Stay healthy. I I've spent enough time watching Tua to know that he cannot stay healthy. He can't. Um, they can't afford, as we sit here talking, to re-sign Melvin Ingram. Uh, no, no. Will tell you is the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> yes, they cannot afford. As we sit here talking, they are minus twelve point seven million dollars under the cap, and they are not only minus twelve point seven million dollars under the cap because that would suck as it is. Yeah, but they are also without a first round pick. They're also without it. They're also without fourth round picks or fifth round picks. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you who else is a free agent. Raheem Mostert. I'll tell you who else is a free agent. Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm. I'll tell you who else is a free agent and the one that I actually would want, the one who I'd be like really excited about. Alandon Roberts is mm. also a free agent, and that's the one to go out and get. I'll tell you who else is a free agent. Eric Rowe at mm. is also a free agent. And a reminder, just to everybody who's who's wondering, there's still $12.5 million, $12.7 million over the cap as we sit here talking. That's before cuts. That's before the draft that you don't have. Yep. They're in trouble. They're in they're in good and proper trouble. <laughs> Will not shock me at all if this team falls to six and eleven. Oh Josh will be. You're gonna need you're gonna need a body bag to find out where the dolphins are to find the dolphins to where they're gonna be. You may have to find a bat, find a body bag for Tyree Kill if he continues to get tackled without pads by Jalen Ramsey. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think I think they're good and proper bag next year. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think you can afford to cut Jerome Baker. No. I'll be 
afford to cut Emmanuel Agba. Um, you might cut Brandon Jones, and that would save you some money. But mm-hmm. if you, I mean, By- Byron Jones, but if you do, you can bet that like he's going to have a market instantaneously, and then you're going to have to figure out what to do at cornerback. And you just wasted a pick, a first round draft pick on Bradley Chubb. So mm-hmm. you're not going to get rid of him either. So that leaves who? Teron Armstead and Tyreek Hill? You're not getting rid of either of them. Get the hell out of here. Two mm-hmm. is already unhealthy. And mm-hmm. you're going to Tyreek, Teron Armstead? And Tyree Kill, that's your answer? Get the hell out of here. You're in trouble. And you're not going to be able to use the draft as a resource because you traded your picks to Cleveland and because you were desperate to upgrade your defensive line because you know, as I know, that last year was your window. That was the window. The window to get to the first round and lose. Yep. Yep. Now it is closed because the Patriots and the Jets are both in better salary cap position. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I can play the same game. It's a little bit better, but not much better than I played earlier with the other division. Josh Allen, Mac Jones, um, Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Mike White, and Tua Tagliolova. The difference yeah. is that when I say one of these names doesn't belong, the one that doesn't belong is Tua. And it's not because he can't play quarterback or he isn't as talented as the other guys. It's because he's going to be the one who can't stay healthy. Nope. He's the one who I have to worry about making it through the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And there's no Dolphins fan in the world who's going to convince me otherwise. It, it's not real. What do you think? Tell me I'm wrong. It's okay. No, no, Josh, you're not, you're not wrong. And we, we keep telling Dolphins fans they, they want a quarterback, you got to get it up, but they don't understand the salary cap and they're going to lose some players. So that's, that's, that's what happens with a salary cap. I mean, it's, it's not like baseball, right? I mean, baseball, you can sign anybody. They don't have a salary cap. But at the end of the day, it's 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 how it goes. I mean, listen. I mean, some people, some teams have a a window. I mean, some fans would be like, "Oh, we got a dynasty uh, now with the salary cap." That's what happened with salary cap. You, you you're going to lose players, and some Miami fans are not thinking about that. But but at the end of the day, Josh, we're educating them because they think. I mean, at the end of the day, we got to give credit for hiring Vic Fangio. That's good. That's that's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. But at the end of the day, they're going to lose some players, Josh. And also, uh-huh. and, and let's face it, Josh, we talked to Miami Dolphin fans. I mean, they, I mean, it, it, it happened before last season, before the season started this, this past season. Also, it, I think there were not, and some Dolphin fans were like, well, I'm double to a, when they lost to the Niners. Because some Dolphin fans think Mike McDaniels is, is, is Kyle Shanahan's daddy, or is he, it's, or he's, or he's better than Kyle. Obviously, he's, he's not. So, um, no, Josh, I don't think you're wrong. I- I'm with you. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the offseason, more in the draft, because they don't e- even have that many picks. They mostly traded those picks I just for t- Jeff Wilson and-, and for, obviously, Bradley Trump. But keep going. Yeah. No, I just told you. I wasn't saying that to be a jerk. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. that's a statement of fact. Yep. They have one, they have an extra third round pick, and they are out. A, f- a first, a fourth, and a fifth. That's not good. Yep. No, it's not good. No, it's not good. It's bad. Yeah. It's trouble. Yep. And you're $14 million. All, oh, you're already $14 million. Like, it's not good. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. Like, it would not shock me at all if the Jets were 6-11 and 11 next year. That's what I'm going to predict them at, unless something dramatic happens. You mean, you mean the Dolphins, but yeah. I yeah. Yeah. But like that's where I have them at right now, six and eleven. 
And obviously, when I make a prediction, you, in a best-case scenario, you go two wins up, so like eight and nine. In a worst-case scenario, you go two wins down, which would be four and um, which would be four and um, thirteen. Yep. Yep. But so, yeah. so we'll I, see what happened. We'll see what happened, Dolphin fans. I mean, hopefully, you guys can turn it around for agency in, in the draft. Maybe you know you don't have. You that many- know what's going to happen, Vince. You know, you yeah. know in advance that two is going to get injured. Yeah. There's no way in hell, like anybody watching on that Monday night yeah. is going to be like, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Of course, you know what's going to happen. It's a, damn, it's, a, it. it's a damn shame too, but yeah. But it's yeah. just the truth. Yeah. It sounds like I'm being a jackass, yeah. but I'm not. No, you it's not. Saw a player who's got these fingers at a weird angle, lying on his back, not moving, doesn't just watch a comedy video on an airplane and play the next week. That's not that's not normal. That's not a prescription. That's not a rehabilitation plan. Go watch a comedy on the on the airplane and all of a sudden you're better. Can, can I play this real quick? Hold on. <laughs> I mean, you know I'm making a joke, but that's the truth. That's what happened. I thought you're, you're right. You're right. right. You're that's right. Real. No, it's like saying can Jimmy G stay healthy, right? That's a good one too. But you know, there you go. Um, the truth. Yeah, what right, is, right, I, right. I know you're thinking, oh, Jamie, he's just making jokes. It's true. It's That's true, it the reality. Yeah. That's what happened. You were there. You were there. Oh, yeah. You oh, covered yeah. it on the overall sports show. Yeah. That's what happened. And hey, we'll we'll quick, we'll quick. Tell, tell, people, tell people about Skeleton Thompson as well. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, like, what do you need to see here? Like, what do you need to see specifically for, like, you to stop believing in Skylar Thompson? It's unbelievable. And, like, he's he's egging me on. He's egging me on because he knows that I hate Skylar Thompson, that I think Skylar Thompson is, is junk. Um, but, like, it's the truth. Like, it's ridiculous. He's another guy who's silly. And, like, people believe in him. And they're like, oh, but I thought Skylar. You know, Tony Romo, when he was trying to pump Skylar Thompson up, man, Skylar Thompson, ugh. Yeah, I mean, he's junk. He's a third stringer. <laughs> he's, he's a guy. Not according to Manny Mabuso. Shout out to more Manny, but Jesus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you know it's ridiculous in your heart of hearts. Let's move to the next room. Anyway, let's go with the real team, the Niners, shall we? Now, oh, we're going all the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go with the NFC West. So, Listen, at, listen, Josh. I, I tell people all the time. I, I, I'm, I'm always keep. I always keep it real about my my, my my team. See, the only reason why I'm not worried about my team is one, we draft well, we develop well. We're pretty much the, the Jets. I, actually, similar to the Jets. Um, and it's crazy because we do well with our later picks, which is crazy, by the way. Sometimes we do well in our first first round picks, but usually we nail our later round picks. Um, as a Niner fan myself, Josh, I'm not worried about the future. And by the way, shout out to the Niners for hiring Steve Wilk. That's a good. That was that was a great hire. We kept Chris Kisari. That's a good one. That's a, for our defensive lineman coach. I love that. No, Josh, I love the future. My 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 only thing is, we're probably gonna get another running back in the draft because I like Elijah Mitchell, but he cannot stay healthy. Uh, I'm ready for Trey Lance, by the way, Josh. But at the end of the day, we got two good quarterback, future quarterback Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Obviously, Jimmy G is gonna leave. Uh, I like my receivers, so I'm not really concerned about the receiving part. The only the only question for the Niners is this. My money, right? To me, I'm focusing on not. I'm not focusing on defensive linemen because I'm not worried about that position right now. I'm worried about this, right? Will Mike McGlin- Will they pay Mike McClinchy and will no. they pay Jim- 
Will they play Jimmy Ward? That's the question. Yes. All right. There. Have I answered all the questions? Um, Are done? No, you're not going to play Mike McGlinchey. <laughs> and if you pay Mike McGlinchey, then you deserve what you get. That would be the dumbest thing you possibly could do. I'm sure there were dumber things in the world. You know, I exaggerate a lot on yeah. overall sports show. And <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. Like, I, I do. I exaggerate a lot. But, like, you know, look, you know, you know what, what do I know? John Lynch took a lot of hits in his career when he was with Tampa Bay. And maybe he comes to the table and is like, I'm going to overpay Mike McGlinchey. And if he does, then, like, you just you come back to your boy, Josh B., and you're like, yeah, I thought I... I I guess we just overpay. Like, are you kidding me? It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, but John, you know a team's gonna pay for them, though. You, you, and you know a stupid, stupid GM will, too. and they're stupid too. So, congratulations. You want to be stupid with another team? Great. Like, it'd be ridiculous. You saw the NFC Championship game, and it played out exactly as we said it would on the phone. Yeah, like it was the exact thing we said. I out loud said, if I were the Eagles defensive coordinator, I would send all of my pass rush through Mike McGlinchey. And what did the Eagles do? They sent all of their pass rush through Mike McGlinchey to the point where he was on his ass. And when he was on his ass, oh, no, he must have been pancake blocked there. No, 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 no. He slips on his feet, lands on his butt, and is trying to <laughs> like a turtle on its shelf. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> No, 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 let's overpay. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind if you're going to overpay. And I say, well, maybe John Lynch is just taking too many hits to the head. He must have. If he's going to yeah. overpay, yeah. Then, then, like, all the 49ers fans deserve to be outraged. Um, the other question, uh, yeah. are you going to pay Jimmy Ward? The answer to that question is yes. Ooh. So, you think they, so you think they will? Yeah, I do. I, I think they will. Um, you have an advantage, okay? And it's going to be one of the reasons, assuming that Jimmy Ward doesn't leave um, and that Emmanuel Mosley doesn't leave. Mosley is the big I think Mosley comes back at a cheaper deal. He has to. Yeah, I, I think so too. But Mosley's the big target. Um, and just so you know, if I were an intelligent GM, not a stupid one, um, and, not, and I were able to convince my owner, I would go after Emmanuel Mosley he's the guy who I would be like, you know what? I'm going to pay you and I'm going to sit around and wait for you to come back. Like I would give the 49ers some competition if I were trying to fuck up the 49ers. Uh-huh. Right. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Cause, cause see, here's the 49ers advantage in my eyes. The 49ers, Good. by the way, I picked four teams to be in the, to, that could, that I thought could win the Super Bowl prior to the beginning of the year. And I got forced into saying that I thought the Buffalo Bills would be the one to win because I believe in their defensive line. I already said that, right? Well, the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Bengals were the other three. Mm -hmm. And the 49ers have an advantage over everybody in their secondary. Yep. When Emmanuel Mosley is healthy and Jimmy Ward is healthy, the fact that I can throw Jimmy Ward, Emmanuel Mosley, Chardavius Ward, Lenore, Ufanga, like I don't know who you're going to attack, but if you land on Lenore, that's the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. If you land on Jimmy Ward, that's the wrong answer. There's an excellent chance that Chardavius Ward is better than whoever you have that you're throwing out, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's the problem. That's the advantage of the 49ers. Now, you can say it's our pass rush, and it's the truth. Like, the pass rush is really, really, really good, okay? I don't want to take anything away from the pass rush. I don't want to take anything away from Fred Warner. That's not what I'm trying to do. But what I'm saying is that when I'm going up against, I don't know, let's just toss out an example, the Los Angeles Rams, yeah. like, what do I do that's really, really good? They're going to say, oh, well, I've got Cooper Cup. Look how great I am. And I'm going, if I'm the 49ers, I can say, we get it that you have Cooper Cup. You better throw to him on every goddamn possession. Yeah. yeah. None of your other guys are going to catch the ball. No, no. And that advantage is better than anybody else's. Like, nobody has the secondary. Um, the Eagles tried, but they're not as good as what the 49ers can throw out there. I get it that you lost to the Eagles, right? Yeah. But, like, some of that was just stupid defensive errors. Yeah. I believe strongly in your secondary. And I think Jimmy Ward is a key piece to that. And I think he comes back. I'd be really surprised if you're just like, you know what? Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for the memories, but you're out. No, 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 no. Jimmy is is good. Jimmy's going to stay. And I will say this, Josh. I, here's what I think is going to happen. Now, now, I don't know if we're going to play Mike Vinci. I don't think Kyle's stupid. So, so listen, I would love Jimmy Ward back. Obviously, he's a veteran. So, uh, I think the main thing that we need is I don't I don't think I'm worried about my the Mike McClinchy position. I, I'm I'm not. My only thing will be I think our main needs and listen, I love Kinlaw, but I don't think we're gonna pay him, bro. I think we gotta focus on the defensive tackle um a position because I mean because listen see I feel like Philly and San Francisco are similar because what we what we do is we wanna win by having depth. And that's why I appreciate Kyle because depth wins. It it does. It does. I mean bro, this is this team is so deep that rookie Kalea Davis, he's not playing until this upcoming year, by the way. He, he's he's going to be a stud. Uh, Maurice Hurst, we lost him for the year, but he's good, by the way. He's a former first-rounder from Michigan, right? So, I mean, we'll see if his Hassan Ridgeway comes back, which I don't think so. I, w- I would think another defensive lineman. We'll probably pick we'll probably pick him another one up in the fantasy. So, my only thing is, I, I, would, I would focus on, if I'm Kyle, is defensive tackle. I would, in my view. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe. I know that's not what you want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to see what the market, yeah, like, actually um, – I, I want to I, – I, I would want I, – I would want to – I would want to see what the market bears. I, I know that sucks to hear, right? Yeah. I know that it sucks to hear, like – I it's it sucks to say like I want to keep everybody, but I don't know if I can keep everybody. So here's exactly. going to target right. Mm-hmm. But with the 49ers specifically, like I need to see, and I know it's like a very specific answer to a very specific situation. Yeah, like I really want to see if I can get Emmanuel Mosley to come back on a one year deal for like cheap money. See if I can pay him to rehabilitate with us, and then um. And then that frees me up to either overpay for Jimmy Ward or Javon Kinlaw. Like, I want to see if I can restructure Kittle so that maybe I can save, um, I, like, maybe I can save money. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I know that's a sucky answer to hear. Right? Yeah. But I, I know what you want to hear is you want to hear me say, you're going to cut this guy, you're going to cut that guy, and you're going to be ready to rock and roll. I don't think it's going to be that way. No, no. What it's going to be like is, okay, we have 47 players under contract right now. Yep. We want Jimmy Ward back. We want Emmanuel Mosley back. 
who is really generating interest. And when I say really generating interest to the point where like, we have to make a salary cap decision. Right now, the good news is, is that I don't think George, I don't think John Lynch has the brain capacity to make that decision. No, but I do think that um, Kyle Shanahan does. And I, I actually don't think that Kyle Shanahan is an idiot when it comes. No, to he's him. not. He's not. No. Um, and I think that he's going to make that decision. I mean, like, if I challenged you, like, the Bills are a bad example, right? <laughs> but like, if the Bengals, if the Bengals challenged you for Emmanuel Mosley, dude, and they have forty-five million dollars in space, then like, you're gonna lose him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they've got forty-five million. You've got five. Yeah. Like, they're going to get him if that's what they really target, right? But mm-hmm. are they going to waste an entire year rehabbing Emmanuel Mosley? No. I also don't think that's true, right? So, like, I, I guess what I'm trying to lead you here, right, yeah. It's like, what precisely are they going – like, who precisely is going to generate the market, right? Mm-hmm. Like, until you know, I really don't think – sorry, I'm just doing one thing. You're good. I really don't think until you know who's going to like bear out in terms of the market, like who's going to be, who's like, who's going to actually like get an offer until you have that information. I don't think you know who you're going to lose. I don't think you know that it's going to be Javon Kinlaw. It might mm-hmm. be. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm also just not saying you're right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that there are a lot of good defensive tackles. It's another deep spot. Can Javon Kinlaw come back on a reasonable deal? Seems possible to me right he right. could get blown out of the water and if he gets blown out of the water well then you just gotta be like well that sucks we'll have to go find somebody new so my question with him can he stay healthy i like him but right yeah and it, well, it'll be everybody else whose intelligence question as well right yeah there could just be that dumb team you know you'll hear a lot of things from a lot of general managers yeah. um, and, and from a lot of sports reporters too um <laughs> Where they're like, it just takes one team to 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 bid, right? To like them, and really, it just take when it comes to free agency, it just takes one dumb team to screw everything up, right? Bears, Bears, yep. Um, and that team will sign Mike McGlinchey because he'll play. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he'll play, <laughs> but they'll sign him for something stupid. And you'll and when, and when we reconvene, when we can reconvene, you're like. Josh, who are the dumb teams in the NFL? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna know because this is what I do for fun. And I'm gonna say it's this team. And you're gonna say what makes them dumb? And I'm gonna say they signed Mike McGlinchey, and we're all gonna have a laugh. But I'll be right. <laughs> it could, it could be, it could be the Bears. Who knows? Um... It could be. It's whoever signs Mike McGlinchey. I like the Bills. If they sign Mike McGlinchey, they become the dumb team. <laughs> you just, have to, you just if you're a fan of whoever signs Mike McGlinchey, if you're a fan of that team, yeah, time to trade in your paraphernalia. Yeah, yeah. it's time to trade in whatever you own. And I'm giving that as free advice on your show. Yeah, yeah, I now, I, 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 I appreciate that. Well, speaking of another team, well, wait a minute before before we move yeah. off of this topic, just very yeah. quickly. Um, to all the fans yeah. out there of the Vince Size NFL podcast, <laughs> I know that you think there's going to be some team that signs Mike McGlinchey for the veterans minimum. Mm. And, you know, 
first off, that's not going to happen. But there's some some of you out there who are like, you know, the, the Milwaukee Bucks would have won the championship if Chris Middleton stayed healthy. <laughs> <laughs> some people think that, yeah. So, so somebody could be stupid enough to sign Mike McGlinchey to the to veteran minimum, and isn't any NFL player who signed a veteran minimum um, a, a good contract? And the answer to the first question of like uh, to the second question of like isn't a any veteran on a minimum contract a good signing is yes, but just because you do that doesn't mean you're not stupid. And so if your team, like in the magical universe where Mike McGlinchey goes for the veteran minimum, like if you're that team, you're still dumb. <laughs> yeah. So turn it. So turn in your fan fandom, turn in your fan card. There are lots of teams. There's 31 other teams. And the one that does and the one that signs Mike McGlinchey is the one you should not be a fan of. Public service announcement for fans of the Vince size NFL. No, thank you, Josh. There we go. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Now speaking of another team, because this team, because I appreciate you listening to the yesterday's podcast with my boy Kev. Of course, the Rams. Oh yeah, a Ram fan. And listen, he thinks they're going to be back. Listen, I like Stafford. I like Cooper Cup. Everybody does. But I know you make fun of Pizza Pizza, which you know, Josh, you're very funny. I got, I got to say that. No, but seriously, now I always say this on my show, um, Josh, and I said that on the Two Sixty Five Media football show as well. I do think the, the Rams miss Brad Holmes. Look at what Brad Holmes is doing in Detroit, right? Now, now I'm looking at the Rams depth chart, right? Now, now we'll see if they keep Cam Akers. Their old line, they need their major need is, is their old line because the only guy I know is Col- Coleman Shelton. Some people think this might be the worst old line they've seen. So we'll, oh, come on. <laughs> Anyways, no, seriously, Josh, they yeah. made a mistake because Obviously, letting go of Darius Williams. Obviously, letting go of Bob Miller. And obviously, I thought Allen Robinson was going to work out because I was, I was like, you know why this man was dealing with, with like Blake Bortles? Every year, every year, Vince, there yeah. is a dumb team in the NFL. Yeah. Last year, it was the team that believed in Allen Robinson. It <laughs> yeah. will be the team that believes in Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Josh. Sure. As we we're talking about the Rams. Do you think, are you with me that the Rams – are missing Brad Holmes. Look what Brad Holmes is doing in Detroit. Are you with me here? No, I'm not. Okay, okay. Um, okay. But I am with you that they need to improve the offensive line. I'm not okay. with you that you should only know one person. You should know Joseph Nopum, too. He's he's good. Um, he knows what he's doing. Um, I'm looking at the Rams right now. They're $15 million. Um, Oh, they're, they're $15 million under the cap. Or, oh, sorry, not under the cap, over the cap. Yeah. With yep. No first round pick, no second round pick, no fourth round pick, no fifth round pick. But you got that Super Bowl trophy. Yay! No. It was stupid then. <laughs> it's stupid now. You don't trade everything you have for the one Super Bowl trophy. It's dumb. <laughs> It's dumb. I get it that you got the right to overpay Aaron Donald for $35 million a year. Yeah. Aaron Donald's amazing. It's a Hall of Fame player. He's awesome. That's not what it's about. What it's about is that you know in advance that, like, you're going to be suffering for the next, like, I don't know, three years? That neighborhood? I'm looking right now at your – I'm looking at your, like, projected salary caps – Going forward, okay. So this is this is something we're not going to do for every team, okay? Because I, I know we got to keep it moving. Okay? Yeah, want to make that want to make that clear to all of the fans. We are not going to do this for every team. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. We are going to do it for the Rams because I like to have fun. Yeah, I'm looking at the Rams for their salary cap for their 2024 
for their 2024 roster just for fun, right? Just to just to see how bad it's going to be going going forward because I also hate the Rams. I'm I'm a hater. What can I <laughs> Oh my God, do I hate him, man. I hate him. I hate him so much. And, and I'll tell you why I hate him because that's what's important, right? What's important is that like prior to, because for whatever reason, my computer's not giving me, oh, here we go. Here we go. Just to, I, I don't want to miss this. This is important. All right. So in case you're like a believer, a deep believer in the Rams, right? Yeah. They're also going to be, over the salary cap projected table in 2024 as well. Mm. So like the, yeah, here we go. They are minus 3 million right now in 2024. And that's before that, that's with a whole other year of football to play, but wow. got that Super Bowl. Congratulations on the next three years. You and like, do you, so do you remember, have you ever heard the story of like Moses and like the Israelites and all? Yes, that? yes, yes, yes. The Pharaoh, the Pharaoh has like a dream, right? And in this dream, there's like seven years of really great fortune, and there's going to be seven years of famine. Yeah. Right. And the Pharaoh wisely is like, "Hey, Joseph, thanks for letting me know about the dream. We'll store up so that we don't have the seven years of famine, right?" And that's the lesson. And they taught that in the Bible when I was growing up. And just because Les Snead disregarded it doesn't mean that the seven years of famine aren't happening to the Rams right now. Just period. Yeah. And that's the story of them. Yes, they need to work on their offensive line just to, to clear out. And yes, Pizza Pizza is overrated by so... Oh, my God! So badly. I mean, I don't know what you need to see out of this guy to let you know that, like, he's not... He's not the guy you invested. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's the guy who does the AT&T commercials. That's what he is. And that's okay. We all have skills. That's his. Not being a professional quarterback. Wait, hold on, hold on. No. How said that? Hold on. Since you said that. Wait, hold on. So, Josh, since you said that, I got to play this. Yeah. Oh, keep going. Okay, there you go. But how do you know, right? How do you know that I'm not just like being a hater? Right. I'll tell you how you know. Because he had Calvin fucking Johnson on his team. That's how you know. You know because Calvin Johnson is like another one of these like rock star wide receivers where you're like, you know what? That guy, he's unbelievable. Just like Cooper Cup. Just like Cooper Cup, right? Matthew Stafford had him. But yes, you won a Super Bowl. It doesn't justify the Allen Robinson contract. It doesn't justify the Bobby Wagner contract. Um, it might justify the Rob Harvenstein contract, but whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll let <laughs> Rob Harvenstein go. Like, people make bad signings here and there. Like, whatever. So, Josh, but, so another way what you're telling me is, as a Niner fan myself, I should not be scared of the Rams at all. No, you have a team to be scared of, but it's not the Rams. Um, and, and, and the Rams, they're, just, they're not going to be good. And it's not because Jalen Ramsey individually sucks. He's got talent. He knows that. He knows how to hit people when you're playing flag football. Oh, great. He's great. He's awesome. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god, that's a good one. They're just they're not good. They're not good. And I like no boom. I think he's good. Like I actively, you're hearing me say it out loud on your show. I think no boom is good. But like if he's gone. 
Explain. Then what? The line for the line gets gets destroyed. They're done. Like the very next play. Yeah. And like Brian Allen, like you saw what happened. The and that was with Baker Mayfield. The moment Brian Allen, their center, went down. Like they couldn't do anything. Hell no. And no. you're telling me you need to worry about Cam Akers? Get no. the fuck out of here. Your guys can't even stand up. They can't even stand up. No. You have one player, count them on one, you have one player on each side of the ball who is legitimately dominant yeah. at his position. You have Aaron Donald and you have Cooper Cup. But as I told you earlier when I was analyzing the 49ers, like you can't play with just Cooper Cup. It doesn't no. work that way. That's how the NFL works. No. One player doth not make an entire offense. Ask Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you're right. All right, where do you want to go next? Oh, let's go with Seattle. Let's make Seattle fans happy. Because uh, I think uh, Seattle fans is going to be happy, Josh. First of all, I like Seattle's roster. I, I like their receivers. Good. No, it's really good. I think they're just going to focus. Now, let, now let me ask you this, Josh. Before, yeah. before you go, I'm going to say this. If Bryce Young falls to them, I wonder. I wonder if they take him, because listen, I like Seattle's roster. Now, Josh Jones got to stick himself like this, right? Well, can this offense beat San Francisco? It's possible, but we got to get that defense first, because listen, I like Pete Carroll, USC former USC coach. You know, I mean, I'm shit. He should have had two. He should have had. He should have won two Super Bowls, but that's not here nor there, Josh. But listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Uh, I do like the running back. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you exactly. say it's not but... here nor there, but okay, it, it, it is. I love Kenny Walker. I like the receivers. To me, their major needs is pretty much defense. And to me, I'll take Seattle seriously on offense. Now, until they get a defense, I can't take them seriously because that's what I, that's what Josh. That's why I don't fear Seattle. I don't fear Seattle because until they get that defense, well, I'll be scared. Last... Is that fair? Let's talk that through. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's, let's talk that through. The two biggest salary cap um, hits for the for the um, for the Seattle Seahawks are Jamal Adams yeah. at eighteen point one million yeah. and Quandre Diggs at eighteen point one million. Yeah. What the one thing? What's the one thing those two players have in common? Mm. You're not going to need to look far. What one's but one 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 doesn't doesn't look like a safety. I think I feel like Adams is more of a linebacker, but go ahead. Um, they're both safeties. Oh, okay. the same position, right? Yeah. And they are the two most expensive players on the on the Seattle salary cap mm-hmm. with them on the on the roster. Okay, so with them there, yeah, not cut. Okay, the mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks. Have um have thirty one million dollars mm-hmm. in salary cap room tied up in forty eight players. Mm-hmm. Right? That's thirty one million to play around with and to goof off and to try and build that defense, like mm-hmm. you were talking about just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Some of that is going to go to Geno Smith. Yep. But I do not believe that he is going to get thirty nine point three million dollars. And if he does, it was nice knowing you, Geno. Good luck. <laughs> All of the best. He is not a $30 million a year quarterback. He's good. I know that, like, lots of people call him Gino and Fuego, blah, 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 blah. He's not a $30 million quarterback. Get serious. <laughs> he's, he's, like, 10, 15, right? Yeah. He's good. I don't want to, like, shit on him. 
Yeah. I also want to keep it real. Yeah. That he's not a $39 million quarterback. You might have a $12 million linebacker or defensive tackle in Jordan mm. Brooks. Mm. Um, that sounds reasonable to me. Um, I think Jordan Brooks is good. Um, but I don't think Quandre Diggs is worth $18 million. I don't think Jamal Adams is worth $18 million. No. And I told you earlier, Von Bell and Jesse Bates of the Cincinnati Bengals, their, um, their safeties are both going to be free agents. They'll yep. both be upgrades over that guy. Like, I agree. Over, the, over those guys. Um, there are some people who really like Puna Ford. I'm not like enamored with him. I, I think he's fine. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I don't think that he's like incredible. Some people no. like Ryan Neal. I think he's fine. Like if you give him two million dollars, like yeah. whatever. Shrug your shoulders and just be like, okay, well we'll just do it that way, right? Yeah. But like to sit around and to pretend like um like the Seahawks are underwater or like they can't do stuff when they have fifth and the 20th pick in the draft is it the fifth no i think it's the third mm-hmm. i'm that wrong is it the third pick in the draft no it's yeah, the third pick. Yeah, third, third pick yep 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 it's the third pick in the draft right you're the third pick in the draft no 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 no. the arizona cardinals have the third wait oh shit oh my god i'm sorry so yeah it's the fifth pick in the draft you're yeah. the fifth pick in the draft and like you can't make a you can't make a move you can't um you, you can't trade up. You can't get up there. Like, I don't think that's right. I think that you stay there. Quarterback, if that's what you want. And I don't yep. know if the quarterback's going to be so much different than Geno Smith. I will say this. Geno Smith is the perfect bridge quarterback. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah. You're looking to draft a quarterback. You could be in a lot worse situation than the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, exactly. they're, they're in a good spot. And oh, with $30 yeah. million dollars to play with, they're going to probably they're going to be your competition for the people like Javon Kinlaw. I agree. I'm not kidding. I know you think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Like I, I think they're the competition. Yeah, they're picking five. They're picking five. Just to be 100 percent clear. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, five and five and twenty. Right. So like they can go and get themselves a, um, a better defense. They're going to have the extra picks, man. They want they smashed that Denver trade, and you can. Oh no, there. no, they did. That, that's no question. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. People can sit there and tell me that I'm underrating Quandre Diggs and underrating Jamal Adams. I don't care. They're not <laughs> million dollar players. It's not real. And you know, and no, everybody knows it's not real. So like, hopefully their agents have told them like, look guys, you're, you're going to get cut if you, if you do that. Just as FYI, just for like everybody's application like, <laughs> in the event you were to release Quandre Diggs, um, and Jamal Adams, well, okay, so Quandre Diggs doesn't do anything. Um, but uh, if you release, if you release, yeah, if you release Quandre Diggs, you save another $10 million on the roster and you get to $41.2 million in salary cap space. They're going to do that, right? They're going to do that simply. They're, sim- they're not even going to do that because Quandre, um, because Quandre Diggs is a bad player. They're going to do that because, like, you can go bonkers with $41 million of salary cap money. Mm-hmm. Um, but either that or they're going to restructure Quadri Diggs. It'll be one or the other. Mm-hmm. But my point, my, my, my sort of point that I'm getting to is that the Seahawks are the team to be afraid of. I agree. Like, DK Metcalf is a good player. Yes, Tyler is. Lockett is a good player. Um, no, so, no, no, Josh. Lockett is a good player, but he's getting older. So is DK Metcalf. So am I. 
So are you. <laughs> Everybody gets older. Everybody's getting older. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so Josh, so I got a question for you. So if first if you're Seattle, right? Yeah. In the offseason, yeah. are you focusing on more defense? Because offensively, you could say they got it, right? Now the question is gonna be, do you trust Snyder doing that? Now we'll, we will find out. Because you're right. I am afraid of Seattle. The question is going to be, will Snyder use that money right? That's going to be the question. That is the question, and that's the one that we don't know. But the thing is is that he doesn't just have to use the money right. He also has the backup of that extra first-round pick. Yeah, right? yeah. Like So in other words, if he fucks up one way, well, he could win the other way. Yeah, right? yeah. And like, I, so like, I don't know. I mean, the answer to that question is I don't know. Right. If I were the Seattle Seahawks, I would make plays for Javon Kinlaw. I would make plays for um, some of the other big name defensive. Like if they end up as a suitor for Javon Payne, that's bad for the 49ers. Like if, if like I'm just I'm just giving you like hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm not actually saying like this is what's going to happen. I'm just giving like hypotheticals. Like if they decide they want to, you know, really turn it up and be on um be a player for levante david right like that's the kind of thing to be like oh okay like if they turn it on um and are like you know what we want to be a player for javon hargrave of the philadelphia eagles yeah like that's something they can do you can do it yeah and then you have to be like looking at it so i would keep a side eye looking at the phil at the seattle seahawks i I think that they're gonna be kind of risky they're the kind of team that I would be a little anxious about. I think they have the draft capital. I think they have the free agency money. I'm a big fan of what the Seattle Seahawks. Me too, me too. And by the way, shout out to Mina Cubs. She does, she does really well. She's, yeah. she's, she's a Seattle Seahawks fan. Shout out to Mina Cubs. If, if she ever wants to come on the Vince Size NFL podcast. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Mina Cubs, come on board. Please. Come oh, on please. board. Oh, please, please. At least, talk about, at least you want to talk about Skeleton Thompson. At least, no, John, at least you want to talk about Skeleton Thompson. There you go. Okay. You don't have to talk at all about Skeleton Thompson. Okay. Um, Anyways, well, we don't have to talk about this team a lot, though. But obviously, it's the it's the Cardinals. I mean, I mean, Josh, the only thing we can talk about is the Arizona ISD. How about that? No, I'm kidding. Oh, they are so bad. Yeah. I mean, they are good and proper. Like, they're, they're, they're the worst. When you're busy looking for, like, which team is the stupidest? Yeah. Probably, probably the Arizona Cardinals. And you know what's crazy? There are two, two choices for coaches: is Mike Kapka, the all seen from the Giants, Ugh. or the defensive coordinator from the Bengals? Look at that. Go ahead. Isn't it well? If you can get if you can get Lou Amarillo, I have to change my tune. Mm. That would suck. No <laughs> way! No way! <laughs> I, Lou Amarillo has to look at that roster and be like. Ugh. I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have to research how old Lou. Hold on, I'm gonna research right now. Lou Amarillo is how old? How old? <laughs> he is 56 years old. Lord have mercy. And you know what's crazy, Josh? The yeah. GM for the Cardinals came from New England. So go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what I'm saying to you is that there is no way that Lou Anarimo doesn't consult his cardiologist before taking the Arizona Cardinals job. And his cardiologist has to give him, like, medical advice saying, like, look, you you can't do this. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. 
You're 56 years old, dude. You can't do this to your health. This isn't right. This isn't normal. Like, it's a shit situation. It's really good and proper bad. They suck on defense, <laughs> on offense, right? Like, so even if you believe, like, hey, it's going to be my scheme, I'm going to do it, right? Like, your best player makes the most money. And when I say your best player, I mean on the team. And you're going to yeah. say, oh, that's DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. Like, no, it's Buda Baker. Buda mm-hmm. Baker is good and proper good. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's a good player. He's the one player on the Arizona Cardinals defense that no that has a clue about what they're doing. And no, I did not forget about that rookie, Isaiah um Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. No, I didn't forget about him. He doesn't have a clue. Just because you're just because you're talented and know how to run around doesn't mean you know what you're doing. Yeah. I know how to run around. I don't know what I'm doing. But somehow like Isaiah Simmons, he has all the measurables, yeah. but he still fucks up on four players. <laughs> right. Like, Buda Baker is the one player on the team who's like, you know what? That guy is somebody you'll worry about. But the thing about him is that he's the one that costs the most money, and he's the one you can't afford to cut. Yep. He's the one who you're like, nope, I got to keep him. Him for sure. And, you know, I sit here and I'm like, DeAndre Hopkins, I could trade him, you know, but, like, if I cut him, if I just cut him outright, then it's a $22.6 million dead cap hit. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah. That's ex- like, you're in trouble. So in other words, if you're a Colas, would you take this job? So in other words, you're right. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Are you a blackhead coach? This sounds racist, but it's not really. Like, because if you're a blackhead coach, then yes, you do. Because you need any job that you can get as a head coaching job. You need to make the inroads, right? But if you have any kind of options, I know that sounds racist. It's not really. I believe there should be much more opportunity for black head coaches in the NFL, like a lot more. Facts, Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy is good and proper good, and he doesn't deserve to walk into this mess. And yet, if you're trying to like improve opportunity, if you're trying to prove that like African American head coaches can succeed no matter where the fuck they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you have to take it in the same way that D'Amico Ryan's had to take the Texans' job, right? Like, you have to take something. Yeah. You have to, like, get forward. And, like, but, like, that's not the reason to take anything. And, like, this roster is just, it's, like, garbage. It's bad. They, you know, crazy Josh, my friend, he makes a joke out of this team. But, he, you know, he says Arizona is a retirement home. He's not wrong, is he? Is he? I don't think so. And, you know, that probably makes it a Zach Wilson destination. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! Thirteen point four million under the cap right now, tied up in forty-eight players. One of them is Kyle. Is Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray, dude. This guy of all the people, Jesus man. Like, first off, how well does your team have to know you? Right? Like, my job knows me decently well. Right? My job. My job knows what I, you know, knows that I work hard and all of that. Right? But like. My job would never suspect that, like, I like watching movies at night. They'd just be like, all right, well, well, great. Your job knows you so well that they believe that you're going to end up playing video games as opposed yeah. to knowing your playbook. Yeah. Oh, my God. How bad do you have to be at your job for your boss to be like, you know what? We need a video game clause there. He, he might not focus on the game. What the fuck? 
and like losing to Kingsbury, like like it's his fault. Right? It's his fault. <laughs> like unbelievable. And by the way, he's not a good head coach. No, right? no. But like he, like the number of plays that he played quarterback on the field are zero. You know what's crazy? You know what's you know what's crazy, Josh. This is why we're gonna make fun of this team because so you know bad. you know you know their defense is bad. You're right. Everything else is bad about them. They're on hard knocks, and this man Cliff Kingsbury got fired. He went to Thailand, Thailand. And you know, and also with the video game with Colin Murray, you know, you know what we gotta say about that about that franchise, Josh. Uh, Here, here's what we gotta say about that. Hold on. No, seriously, it's it's a fact, yeah. and that's why I'm not scared of the Cardinals. Like I feel bad for Cardinal fans. I mean, but at the end of the day, and, can uh, I ask Josh, you a serious question? At the end of the day, John, this is what they get. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a serious question? Go ahead, go ahead, this go ahead. this is real. This I know it sounds like a joke, but I I genuinely want to. I want an answer to this. Okay, question. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Do you actually know anybody who is a fan of a real Arizona Cardinals player and not just a fan of Cuba Gooding Jr. Junior from Jerry Maguire, an actual no. person, a friend. <laughs> I mean, no, actually, I'm not no. Talking about, I'm not talking about the cardboard cutouts you see in the stands. I'm talking about like an actual person that you could like call up and be like, "Hey, what's the news on the Cardinals?" And no, like, no, I don't. Know, I don't know any Cardinals fan. I mean, dead ass serious. I know St. Louis Cardinal fans, but not Arizona. No, Cardinals. but I'm talking Arizona. Okay, that's good because I have 524 followers on Twitter. And I believe, I I, I think I know the majority of who they root for. And I say this with all earnestness, all honesty. I don't think any of them root for the Arizona Cardinals. No, no no one does. (laughs) Well, if no one does, then why does anybody care what happens to them? (laughs) They're awful. You're you're right, you're right, you're right. No, 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 Josh, the only thing we care about in Arizona is the weather and the Arizona iced tea. How about that? Yeah, they're awful. They're good and proper bad. Let's move on. Like, there's nothing to really even analyze here, right? Like, the thing that you're strong with, in theory, is wide receiver. But you can't count on DeAndre Hopkins to stay on the field, even when he's not using steroids. Like, he's an injury risk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't count on Marquise Brown to stay on the field because he's an injury risk. That's why the Ravens traded him. Yep. Zach Ertz is, like, 60 years old. <laughs> yeah. And this yeah. is, like, and this, and James Conner is even older than that. So, in other words, it's a retirement home. Yeah, yeah it's bad. It's good and proper bad. All right, let's move on. There, okay, move on. Go ahead. We're going we're gonna to pray for you, Cardinal fans. Anyways. Well, right. I don't know what you do. I mean, like, I don't know what you do. You're picking third in the draft, right? The one thing you don't want is a quarterback. Yeah. So ideally, yeah. you should get draft capital. But yeah. the thing that you really need is you need defense. Like, yeah. not a joke. You really need defense. And, like, the one good thing about this draft is that you have two really studly defensive prospects at the top. Yeah in Jalen Carter and Will Anderson Jr. Both of those guys would have gone number one in last year's draft. Yep. So what do you do? Do you take the super talent or do you like, do you, do you like trade back? And if you trade back, do you trust the new GM to do anything? With no, them? I don't. I don't. I don't. No. Also, also Josh, they have no excuses not to be great in this draft because this is a defensive minded draft. So if they can't get that right, then I don't know what can. Anyway, let's move on. Where do you want now, us to, where are we going next? Let's go with his favorite team, the Chargers. How about that? So make make my friend Big Baby happy. My boy Big Baby, my friend Big Baby is a Charger fan. So make him happy, Josh. Let's go I am gonna make him happy. I think the Chargers not only make the playoffs, I think they go one round deeper next year. I, I'm 
I'm a big fan of the Los Angeles Chargers. I might be the biggest fan that he knows of the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they're good. I think they were good this year. And I think the fact that they were able to overcome with injuries to Joey Bosa, with injuries right. to Khalil Mack, with um, Keenan Allen missing damn near half the season, Mike Williams missing damn near the other half, J.C. Jackson being a complete wasted investment, mm-hmm. that tells you that they are good. Not that they're bad, that they're good. And you had injuries all across the offensive line. Now, if we go based on history, then it's not very good. Um it's a problem if we go based on history, but I don't like to do that. I like to inspire hope. I like to believe that there is a God out there and that that God will manage a roster uh, that is $19.79 million over the cap, but also has 54 players already signed. Right. Mm. So like for instance, so for instance, who would I cut? Right. Um, I know who you can't cut, right? You can't cut Joey Bosa, but maybe you can't here. I'm trying to I'm trying to click my button so I can be sure. Like I don't know what I would do, but I do know that I am installing Kellen Moore, who had like a top five offense three of the last four years, to work to go from Dak Prescott to Justin fucking Herbert. Mm-hmm. Like one of these names like Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert are levels apart. Like Justin Herbert's good and he's going to prove it. He's going to prove it this year. And you're going to be stuck with Mike Williams. Cause I don't think you can get out of that contract. I really no. um, do. I think you're going to be adding a whole heck of a lot. No, but I do think that um, you're also not going to have to, um, sorry, I'm looking, you're not going to have to worry because you have all your draft picks. You're good to go. Just draft. Well, and if you can, if you can protect Justin Herbert, then I think you can be just as successful as ever. I agree. Go Austin Eckler. He's still a rock star. He's still good. Yep. You're not getting. You're not gonna. The weapons are fantastic on on the Los Angeles Chargers. Like I'm good. So now I'm looking. Right. I'm looking for ways to like free it all up. Um, let's see. You do that. I heard they got to get rid of Khalil Mack. Is it ever or um, somebody else? Oh, Keenan Allen, right? Um, I don't believe they ever get rid of Keenan Allen. I, I don't think it ever happens. Should not, but they they might have to restructure him. Yeah. That sounds reasonable, yeah. but he's never going anywhere. I think that the player to restructure, the one to really like, yeah. they look need to take a pay cut. Is... So let me ask you this: uh, What do you think their major needs for if you're a Charger fan? Um. Okay, so what are so again? It's like what do I hope versus what do I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that if you can solidify the offensive line even more, like you know, we did like they did this just the other day in Dallas, where like they said, you know what, we're focused on one side of the ball, um, and like we're just gonna lean heavily into that. And in Dallas's case, it was trading for Kyrie Irving. And in the Chargers case, it should be offense. Yeah. I know that Brandon Staley is a defensive coach. I, I, I got it. And he's the <laughs> same guy who said that, you know what, Sebastian Joseph Day, why don't you cover Travis Kelsey out in the flat? Like, dude, come on. Like, if you're going to make that decision, <laughs> like, then you just deserve to lose the game. So, <laughs> do, so do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know you have Justin Herbert. You know you have Gerald. Like, I'm going to name guys just off the top of my head. I'm literally looking at the computer. 
Like, I have Zion Johnson, I have Rayshon Slater, I've got Corey Lindsey, and I've got um, and I've got um, Justin Herbert, I've got I've got Gerald Everett, I've got Austin Eckler, I've got Keaton Allen, I've got Mike Williams. That's eight. All right. They all start. And there's only 11 guys on offense at any given time. And the only reason I can't, I'm two of them. I just don't know the other side of the Chargers offensive line, but that would be two more to get me to 10. Right. What's my point? My point is (laughs) that my, my point is, is that if I can name eight players on your offense, Mm -hmm. then you should figure out how to maximize the other three spots Mm -hmm. on me. It's on you, the coach. You're the coach. Go figure out how to maximize this talent, right? Mm-hmm. Offense. Because if you got eight, if, if you can name eight players on an offense, that means that they're good. If you can yeah. do it on the top of your head. Yeah. So lean the fuck into that, right? <laughs> you may not win a Super Bowl. I understand. I got it. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. I understand. I care that you make it forward. Right, I care that you have successful season upon successful season upon successful season, and that's the real path to the Super Bowl. I know that it looks like Patrick Mahomes is winning Super Bowls like year after year. He's not. Okay, he's not. He won one. Count him on one. The same number as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, no. I, I will say this: now, Chargers fans are negative because they know they have talent every year, which they do. Now, let, no, no, Josh, let's keep it real, right? The Chargers are kind of like the Clippers. Like, I, I don't know what's with San Diego teams. San Diego teams always have talent, but they're cursed. No, Josh, am I not wrong? Um, You are wrong. There's only, no, one no. Cur- <laughs> There's only one cursed team in the entire NFL, and it resides in Denver. No, I'm talking, about this, I'm, I'm talking about in San Diego in general, though, sports-wise. <laughs> I'm going to read you something real right now. Okay, okay. okay this is real. This is not me making it up. I know it's going to sound like I'm making it up. I promise you this is real. Okay. okay. I'm, 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 this, is, this is real. Okay. I'm going to report this live on the Vince Size <laughs> NFL show. We're gonna okay, yeah. And I want to emphasize, before I read this to you, this is real. Okay. Because you're going to laugh, and then you're going to go to ESPN, and you're going to see that it's real as well. Aaron Rodgers to consider future during darkness retreat. So in other words, he's going to go bury himself in the darkness. But for apparently for four days and four nights on a darkness retreat, right? On the Pat McAfee show. Now, (laughs) first off, there's a couple of funny things with this. First off, um, I don't know what a darkness retreat is. (laughs) I, I don't know, right? But I will tell you this. I'm pretty sure that the sun didn't get the memo. That's number one. Number two, if you were to go to the ESPN website and your browser loads at, you know, slow speed or, or, or whatever, right? You will <laughs> notice that the video that they have attached begins in black, which tells you that maybe the reporter is standing there <laughs> wherever the darkness retreat is. <laughs> And third, right, like, <laughs> and, and third, why does somebody who's making $50 million, who just want a pro-am, just want a golfing pro-am, need to go to the darkness in order to be your quarterback? 
what the fuck is going on here? And it's not an isolation retreat. He's not calling it an isolation retreat. He's calling it a dark retreat. Yeah. What in the fuck? I'm just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with my thoughts. It stimulates DMT, so there can be some hallucinations in there in the dark. But it's kind of just sitting. It's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do. We rarely even turn off, turn our phones off, or put the blinds down to sleep in darkness. I'm really looking. He's looking forward to darkness. Why am I bringing all of this up in our charger segment? Because you're in the sunshine. Right? <laughs> That's why I'm bringing it all up. Right. Because you San Diego Chargers fans who believe you're cursed, who believe that you're injured, it could always be worse. Your quarterback could be doing darkness retreats. <laughs> and he's not. He's doing good. He's doing good, good stuff. I think you build through the draft. I think you develop your team. I think you very funny, John. Very funny. I think you look for ways to restructure. Yeah. Joey Bose is at $31 million with a $38 million cap hit this year. He yep. can save the team some money. Fuck, man. Khalil Mack can't save the team some money instead of being cut just to get under the under the cap. And yep. then draft. Stop looking for ways to improve the team. The team is good. I understand that you want to improve the team. And if you can find some way, like if I'm the Chargers, I'm looking for I'm I'm, I'm doing everything within my power to say, look, JC, we know you were injured. Right. We made you a big ticket. We need some of our money back. We don't want to cut you. We know you were injured. We need you to reduce your cap hit. Mm-hmm. And I would be stunned if he was like, nah, fuck that. I'd be really surprised. So I bet he does it. I help. I bet Joey Bosa and I bet Keenan Mack and I bet um, Keenan Allen all do the renegotiation thing. And then once you do that, right, mm-hmm. then just keep everybody. And draft well. Do the best you can at drafting well. Mm-hmm. well I know drafting. that's not what you want to hear. I know you want to hear they're going to win the Super Bowl. All they need to do is add this piece. I don't think they're. I don't even think they need to do that. They did add their big piece. It's called Kellen Moore. Yeah, the offense is going to kick ass next year. And Josh, guess what? Guess what? I'm going to keep her on this show. I, I mean, yeah. Hey, at least the Chargers are better. They're drafting better than the Rams right now. That's not saying much, but there you go. How about that? Oh, anyways, honey, I've seen the Rams draft pizza, pizza. <laughs> okay anyways okay I'm, I'm gonna save this team for last because you know you know i'm really high on this team because you know which team i'm talking about is it denver bronco we're not going to talk about them right now but what we will talk well, about yeah, wait a minute wait a minute we're not talking about them because you have some pull-ups to with your legs to do on the plane or, or for some other reason <laughs> okay let's talk about the raiders first so <laughs> okay <let's>... Josh, Josh, <laughs> anyways <laughs> How do you feel about the Raiders? Oh, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. The Las Vegas Raiders. Their situation is so... It's it's just it's nonsense, right? Like, okay, so I get it that you want to move on from Derek Carr. Like, all the way with you. You want to move on. You're tired of Derek Carr, whatever. To Jared fucking Stidham? (laughs) To Jared Stidham? That's the answer? That's who you want to move on to? And this, again, assumes that Tom Brady isn't coming out of retirement. Because if he <laughs> does come out of retirement and you move on to Tom Brady, to Tom Brady? He's 40 years old. 45, actually. But keep going. 45 years old. Like, this isn't – it's just – it's the whole thing is silly. I know it, like, it, the whole thing 
from jump is silly. And they have salary cap room, right? You've got salary cap room if you're at the Raiders. You're at $17.5 million of salary cap room before before the season even starts. Yeah. You're you're tied up in 48 players, and you have $17.5 million in salary cap room. And that's counting, counting for your audience. C-O-U-N-T-I-N-G. That's counting Derek Carr. Yeah. Right. That's saying he stays because if he doesn't stay, all of a sudden you're at fifty million dollars, which begs the question: What the fuck are you keeping Josh McFraud McDaniel's for? You know what's crazy, Josh? They, bro, the, their option was Josh McDaniel's or Jim Harbaugh, and they chose Jim Harbaugh. They could have kept Eric Pistachio. You know, you know what's crazy, man? They made a play with Eric Pistachio, but you know the Raiders were like, you know what? We'll get McDaniel's. Let's make an ensemble offense for him. And look what happens, Josh. And I, and I feel for the Raider fans, by the way, because they I love the receiver. So do you. I love Josh Jacobs. But at the end of the day, I, I think their biggest thing is defense because, Lord have mercy. You're doing too much analysis. I'm calling you out on your own show, Vince. You're analyzing it too deep. Listen to what I said. Okay? <laughs> Listen to the words that come out of my mouth. Okay? <laughs> I don't want Derek Carr on my team. <laughs> I cut him. Okay, and now I'm forty six point seven five million dollars under the cap. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm I'm damn near fifty million dollars under the cap, mm-hmm. and it's for that reason that I want to keep keep Josh McFraud McDaniel's yeah. and make it work with Devontae Adams. Exactly. You know what's crazy, bro? Their owner is terrible. I mean, I, I like Mark Davis, but he's poor. They they can't get rid of McDaniel's, and that's why they didn't fire him. So look at that. But keep going. I don't know that you need to keep going. I, I don't think that you need to keep going. I think the logic is stupid on its face. Yeah. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm a penny pincher. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a miser. I'm someone who wants to hoard the money that I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm cash poor, like Mark Davis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I am going to cut the starting quarterback. And alienate him so that I can save the twenty nine point two five million. I now have because I've done that. Mm-hmm. I have forty six point seven five million dollars in salary gap space, mm-hmm. like actual money that I'm going to have to spend, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to keep the coach that couldn't win with Devontae fucking Adams. <laughs> yeah. As my major addition, I went from the playoffs yeah. and getting a playoff share to having Devontae Adams. And I I was worse. And then when I cut the starting quarterback, instead of paying off the coach, I decided to keep him because I don't want to be spending money to get rid of him. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy, Josh? So, like, you guys, you're going to do the nice You're the nice one, not me. I, 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 I want to finish this. I want to finish this point. You're the nice one, Vince, not me. Yeah, you're no, diving deep. You're saying, you know what? Can they make some defensive improvements? Can they add up? You know, can, can they spend money and can they, get, can they get better? And the answer to that question should be yes, yeah. right? $46.75 million should get you anything you want on the defensive end that the Bears don't want. Right, grand total of two teams who have more than 46.75 million dollars so far in this entire ordeal. One of them is New England. One of them is um, 
and one of them is, is Houston, yeah. right? And now I'm saying you now are in the ballpark for anybody except for the Chicago Bears, which we will get to, for anybody that you want. But you're yeah. afraid to cut the coach who just bombed your season with Devontae Adams. And before you say, oh, well, you know, what about injuries and shit like that? Devontae Adams was healthy the whole year. Yeah. He missed a game. Yeah. He was a rock star. Oh, Another yeah. top pick in fantasy. You can't trust the team do anything right. Nope. You cannot be a legitimate Las Vegas Raiders fan and be like, you know what? We have a real chance of getting better. Not because like the Raiders are the Raiders are stupid, yeah. but because it wouldn't even matter if they're smart. They they were smart. They're they they, they keep the wrong people. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like it doesn't even matter. Right. No, Josh, matter. Let, me ask, let me ask you this, John. Yeah, what do you what do you think is gonna be the quarterback? Do you think it's gonna be a rookie quarterback? Because here's my thing, right? To me, it's either gonna be that, Rodgers. Jimmy G, because because he played with the uh, with McDaniel's, or do you think it's going to be Stidham or oh, oh, Rodgers? What do you think is going to happen? Who's going to be the quarterback for the Raiders in your eyes? I think that January fourth um, through seventh in Las Vegas, there will be the Adult Entertainment Expo at the Resorts World Casino, and that Jimmy Garoppolo will be there to host um, in Las Vegas. It's the largest opportunity um, to. Um, enter to interview with the pornography industry trade show and that Jimmy Garoppolo will look to have opportunities outside the NFL by signing with the Raiders. Um, and that's why, right? He knows that that convention is happening. I'm not reporting anything new. <laughs> I did a Google search. You know, where is, where is the, when is the Las Vegas porn show happening? No, no, Josh, I got you. I got you. Okay. I just want to make sure that you understood where I was going with that. But yeah, that's how it's going to be. And that, and by the way, just so you know, Vince, that's the logic. Yeah. So in case you're wondering, like, why would Jimmy sign there? I just gave you the reason too. Yeah. 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 And you know who's going to be frustrated as all get out? Hmm. Devontae Adams. Yep, I agree with you. Because I... you know, like I know, like Devontae Adams is about to find out. Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw a pass more than 10 yards. No, he can't. He can't, he can't be, but he can get the girls. I'll give, I'll give him that. All right. Number Again, two. how'd I do? Did you like that? or no? You're good. Now, let me ask you this, John, real quick, before we move on. Now, do you think Josh Jacobs is staying? I hope he doesn't. Me too. I, I, I'm, I'm worried that he will, right? Like, but I hope he doesn't. Um, I... You, you sort of you wrestle with this thing, right? Which is like the reason that Christian McCaffrey is worth the contract that he has is because he can slide out and do all kinds of different um, crazy things, right? He can be a slot receiver. He can yep. be um, a, a running back. He can, you know, occasionally even throw a pass. <laughs> yes. Like you, you wrestle with the idea of Saquon Barkley because he's a fucking physical specimen. Man. Yep. Like you may have like one running back, two running backs in the entire NFL mm-hmm. who like are built the way that um, Saquon Barkley is built. Josh Jacobs is kind of the traditionally built running back and he's great. Like I'm not saying anything bad about the Jack gerbil, but I am saying that like, if he wants to be successful, if he wants to like win, then you would hope he goes somewhere where he can win, where he yep. can win games. Yep. And the question, the real question is like, 
teams that you believe are like Super Bowl contenders, teams that like you think could win a championship outside of Buffalo, do they need a running back? I can tell you, I can tell you one team, and they have a good old line, and they're upcoming. Who do you got? Can I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Lions. Yeah. Well, I mean, you say that, and I say to you, what about Jamal Williams? Mm, I think I think I think uh, Josh Jacobs is better. Oh, gee whiz, you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, I do also. But does Dan Campbell? <laughs> Look at how I go. And the answer is the answer is no, right? Dan Campbell believes that all great things come from Jamal Williams. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm praying for my Raider fan friends, but it's not looking good. I think they're gonna. Well, be- it's just silly, dude. <laughs> no, John. No, 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 John. We can say it right now. John, we can say it right now. The stupid teams right now, as we speak, are the Raiders and the Bears. It's all good. We'll get to the Bears pretty soon. Now, let's go with the other teams, right now. Now, let's go with the Ken- – well, actually, let's talk about the Super Bowl right now, the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. So, how do you feel about the Chiefs with the Cassidy's? Um, I, lo- I love the Chiefs. I mean, they have $11 million in cap space. Um, the problem is that they have a mega free agent, you know, do, right? Someone who you actually want to sign. Someone who is, like, good. Like, not little good, like big good. Yeah. You know, Brown Jr. Yeah. He- he's a player. He's someone who should be ranked as like, like if you if you're looking for offensive tackle help, and the majority of the teams in the NFL are, there is nobody better on the free agent market than Orlando Brown Jr. He's a rock. He's exactly what you need. Do the Chiefs have the money to get him to sign him though? Well, they. I mean, you say that, and I say to you that they're sitting at eleven million dollars in cap space. Yeah, they are. So they're going to have to make some moves in order to sign him to the $30, $40 million um, that they need. And I, you know what the crazy thing is? I think they're going to do it. If mm. not, I think they're going to try and franchise tag him. And they did that last year, and he threatened yep. to pull it out. Um, and if they do it again, then he's going to get – I think he's is, – this is either his – oh, wait, this will be his third time. He can't be franchised. He's an unrestricted free agent. He can only – years in a row. And, and Baltimore did it the first year. And Kansas City traded for him. And Kansas City did it again last year after failing to get a contract extension. So, yeah. So, he's going to break the bank. He's going to break the bank. And the question is, like, is he going to break the bank with Kansas City? And, unfortunately, I think the answer to that question is, doesn't it have to be yes? I'm genuinely asking. Like, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, and you're about to play in your third – in your third Super Bowl since you got Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. One of them one of them you lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one you are about to play in with Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. And the year before, so you've had him for three years. This is the last year, right? And in the year before, you were in the AFC Championship game and you lost to the Bengals. Depending like Orlando Brown isn't helpful to keeping Patrick Mahomes upright is uh-huh. ridiculous, right? So mm-hmm. don't you have to sign him? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the answer to that question is yes. I think you're right on. I don't think you can franchise tag Nicole Hardman. I don't think you can franchise tag. Um, I don't think you can franchise tag uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that would be ridiculous. Yep, yep. Right? So if you believe that, if you believe that, then um, 
Um, I, like, if you believe as I do that the salary, that, like, you have to keep, um, that you have to keep Orlando Jones. You have to do whatever you can mm-hmm. keep Orlando Jones. That's within reason. Then that's either going to lead to some cuts. Um, oh, you mean Orlando Brown? But I got you. Yeah, yeah. Orlando Brown. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Like, like, I I don't think you can do anything but keep Orlando Brown. Yeah, it's your number one priority above everything else, which frees Juju Smith Schuster to test the market. Yeah. Right? Tell yeah. me I'm wrong. It's okay to tell no, you. Not, no, you're not. I'm no, okay no, no, being Josh, told that I'm, I'm ridiculous. I, I'm with you. The, the, the old lineman is the most important position in football. It's it's that one, and to, to me, it's the quarterback, too, but we, we get the idea. And they, um, also, they also need Andrew Wiley, and Andrew Wiley is a free agent, and here's a newsflash. He's also been key, but he's not as big a deal as Orlando Brown. No, no, no. Or, no. Orlando think- Brown is serious. So I don't think the Chiefs are done. So the, hopefully they'll sign the one Orlando Brown, but if they don't, Lord have mercy. Well, so, dude, I, I, I think it's everything. Yeah. Right? I mean, what, you can disagree with me, right? But like, if you believe that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, as I do, yeah. right? Like everything is about keeping him upright, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or no, say I'm wrong. It's okay. No, you're not but, wrong. Like, you're not wrong. But like everything needs to go into like giving him the best offensive line that he can have year after year after year. So yeah, I think it's all it all comes down to Orlando Brown. Um obviously you have Patrick Mahomes and as long as you have him, you win the division. Right. But even the slightest bit of Chargers luck and the Chargers will pass you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, okay, this is going to be fun. I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about this. Oh man. So Josh Josh will be <laughs> go ahead and tell me why you didn't like the shot. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because the Broncos, I'll, I'll give you this. The Broncos don't have a pick to, until 227. Is that correct? Yep. Keep so going. Go so go ahead. Yep. So make, so make, so make, so make, so make Broncos fans sad. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I mean, it's all ridiculous. <laughs> the whole thing is ridiculous, right? From the jump. First off, you have $12 million in salary cap space going into the year. Mm-hmm. You notice how I've said, like, up until this particular one, how, like, you know, some teams have 47 players, some teams have 41 players, uh-huh. right? The Broncos have 63 players mm-hmm. signed. What the hell? Say it out loud to yourself. There's You can only have 52 people on a roster in the first place. Uh-huh. Why do you have 63 people signed? Mm. It just goes to show you, like, how stupid Nathaniel Hackett is. You have 63 <laughs> people signed? You can only have 52 on the team. Yeah. No, we have to divide money out to 63 people. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And while we're on the subject of nonsensical, Russell Wilson has been done for like years, man. <laughs> He's been done for like a while. So you think Seattle knew something? Say it again. You think Seattle knew something about Russ then? Of course. Okay. I, all right. Okay, about okay. Russell Wilson. And if I knew it, then surely they knew it. They're the ones in the building with them. Yeah. With him. I'm the one who's, you know, I'm the, I'm just the guy who watches. Yeah, right. right. But, like, they're actually there. Meanwhile, uh-huh. you have Dal- Dalton Risner, who I really like. Remember Me that? Guys? Dalton Risner is a really good player mm-hmm. um, at guard. He's going to break the bank as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like you can't afford to franchise tag anybody. No. Um, and then, so why do I why do I give the Broncos fans no hope? I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> no, I can't wait. Go ahead, dude. Like <sighs> your offense is Cortland Sutton, who's coming off a down year, mm-hmm. a two short quarterback in Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, I guess, had a really good year. So give uh, Jerry Judy is exempt. Tim Patrick, who like missed the season with an ACL. Javante mm-hmm. Williams, who got injured during the season with an ACL. Mike Boone, who's an unrestricted free agent, and I think his name is Albert Okawangalale. Uh huh. Uh huh. What the fuck? You're like you're you're as good as Devonte Adams. Are you as good as Juju Smith-Schuster? Are you as good? like? By the way, I'm dropping here. Yeah. Keith Allen, Mike Williams, and Sean Payton. You choose this. This is your answer. Mm-hmm. Ugh. What Josh? Add me with a spoon. They're bad. They're bad. And even if you believe that their defense is going to be good, their defense is the group that has lost the coordinators. Yeah. Their defense has lost their defensive coordinators. Yeah, yeah. But by the way, he went to the way he went to the Panther, and that was a good hire by the Panthers. But keep going. But two years in a row, dude. Yeah. Vic Fangio went to um Miami. went to went to Miami. Yeah. And then um this guy just went to the Panthers. So like you're now learning a new defense for a third year in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, and by the way, Jerry Judy, I think Jerry no, he signed. But like in a year, he's gonna be a um, he's gonna be a free agent, and yeah. your first round pick that you had is now going to New Orleans. Okay, okay, what, dude. Uh, John, here, here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. Now, Denver's defense was not that bad, obviously last year. Obviously, but they just lost their coordinator. It was, it was, yeah, it was more, it was more about the offense, obviously, and that's what Denver thought, right? So that's why the guy Sean Payne, maybe he can save Russ now. Now I'll say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rank you in the division for next year, and you can book it. I don't. For me, this is just my opinion. Now, would I be surprised if Chargers are number one? Would I be surprised if Chargers are number one? No. But for me, I got Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, and the only reason why I have the Raiders fourth, I don't believe in the Raiders right now. I don't because listen, Josh, I did the exact same thing as you did. I fell in love with the receiver for the Raiders. That's what I did. I put the Raiders second. Look what it could have got me. It got me the Raiders number, I believe, the third, that third night division. So um, I think it's seriously, I think Denver's going to be third. It's, it's either okay. Denver's going to be third or second. I mean, I think obviously Sean being third. Obviously, third. obviously Sean is, is a lot better than Hackett. That's not saying much, obviously. So it's, so with that being said, it's going to be interesting to see who Payne selects as his DC. It's going to be interesting. But, so, but Josh, let me, let me tell you this now. Now, give, give me your ranks for this division so you can tell Bronco fans how, how it is. So, go ahead. The issue isn't so much whether Sean Payton is good or bad. Right, right, right. Right. This is the problem. Yeah. The issue is, is that absent a Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert injury, you will never get any higher than third. Mm. Well, what about this? What about Okay, so you don't feel that way for this year. What about next year? You're not going to get any higher than third. What yeah. about after that, you're not going to get any higher third. Well, not the year after that, you're not going to get any higher than third. <laughs> you're right. Do you understand? Yeah. That you're investing eighteen million dollars in a head coach. 
Yeah. Right. But because and before and you're like, oh, come on, J- Josh, you don't know what's going to happen four <laughs> years from now. I know that they're still going to be in the league. Yeah. They're yeah. both young. Yeah. Mahomes is young. Yeah. Justin Herbert is young. Yeah. Which means that in order for you to be mm. better than them, you have mm-hmm. to either A, draft the next amazing quarterback, which, mm. you know, anything is potable, and, or B, you have to hope that they get injured. Yeah. So, like, I'm not just making a prediction. Mm-hmm. So, like, your fate isn't tied up in your hands. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? It right. doesn't matter how good Sean Payton is. It doesn't make any difference, right? It would be amazing. Hell, I told you earlier I wanted him for the Bills. It doesn't matter. Because yeah. you have Justin Herbert and because you have Patrick Mahomes in the same division, yeah, you are stuck finishing no higher than third. A best-case scenario each year. Um, Josh, how surprised would you be if they're second this year? I'd be stunned. Okay. But anything okay. is possible. You know, like with absent injury, you're saying absent injury? Yeah. No, I'm saying with you know, with the, with with help with everybody healthy. Right. You're saying absent injury to Mahomes and Herbert. So right. Mahomes and Herbert stay healthy the whole year. I, yes. I would be I would be blown away. Okay. Okay. I'd be okay. I'd be floored. Okay. If, okay. If they if they get higher than third, they get second in that division without a Herbert and an or a Mahomes and or a Mahomes injury. I would be floored. They begin the season, dude. Like every year. The way I do divisions is I say, okay, what are you reasonably going to go in your division? Mm-hmm. And in a best case scenario, I have the Chargers like going, I don't know, five and one, right? Where they split with the Chiefs. Yes. Right? But more than likely, I think the Chargers are going to go four and two in their division. I agree. Every year, I believe the Chiefs are going to go six and oh in their division. But hey, you never know. Maybe this will be the year where they go five and one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In no world, no universe that I imagine, do the Broncos go more than two and four. You're you should bet. You, the so Josh, Josh, you should, you, you should probably bet a Broncos fan, honestly, if that happens. Man, oh, man. Um, but no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're, you're not wrong. But so let me, let me let me ask you this, Josh. So in other words, do you have – so Chargers are number one for you. Chiefs are two. Three are the Broncos and four are the Raiders. Are, is that correct as of now? Sure. Okay. But okay. like, what? But like, who cares? Like, <laughs> no. It's like, it's like, if I tell you that the Raiders are third and the Broncos are fourth, like at the end of the year, are you going to be shocked? <laughs> no, we come back no, and we do this again. No, are you no, going to no, no. like, oh wow. girls, By the way, uh, on the overall sports show, I asked Josh, "Who do you think is better, Sean Payton or Josh McFraud?" Okay, uh, he goes. And you read this, the question. <laughs> oh, Josh, you're, you're cracking me up. And But anyways, let's move on for the audience, shall, shall we? Now, let me ask Let's you. move on to the AFC West. For the AFC West, and not even the people listening to the show. Yeah. Anybody who, like, knows the AFC West. Move yeah. on, not because there isn't more to talk about, but because there's nothing else to talk about. Exactly. If you're not a Chargers or... If you're not a Chargers or a Chiefs fan, you stand no chance. Absent an injury to Herbert or Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start with the NFC or NFC North, shall we? So, okay, let's go with the Bears. So, Josh, go ahead. Tell Bears fans. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, uh, man. Oh, I want to get Bears fans. Oh, 
I, I, I like the Bears. I okay. like the Bears. They're getting out of everybody who, like, I dislike. Like, mm-hmm. everybody who I dislike is no longer going to be on that team mm-hmm. um, after after this year. I believe in the Bears. Um, I'm the only one I know who believes in the Bears. But it starts with the idea that you are drafting number one because the Houston Texans are just that dumb. Yep. They lose the last game of the season. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> We're going to win one so we can fuck over the organization. Yeah, go team! Because we don't need the number one pick in the draft. It's better to not have it. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's nonsense. You're the team. You're the, all you have to do is lose, right? All you have to do is not show up. And Lovey is like, you know what? As one last fuck you, I'm going to make it so that you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. First of all, drafting one. <laughs> I just, I like, I, I had to pause for a moment and reflect how stupid the Texans were. <laughs> it's my fault. I know it. I know that it fucks up the podcast. It's on me. I had, I had to take a <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, okay, it's, okay, it's okay. It's like this, man. I had to get, yeah, I just, I had to take a deep breath and I had to like remind myself of just how bad and dumb the Texans are. Like even, okay. So even if you want to fuck over your boss, <laughs> even if you're like, you know what? I really hate my boss. I want to do something that like does two middle fingers out the door. Right. Like winning the football game. Yeah. So you fall to two. Yeah. Of one. Yeah. The only thing that was on the line for that game mm-hmm. was the number one pick yeah. in the draft. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know how you feel about Eddie Jackson. Okay, I really don't. Okay, so maybe you have a deep-seated opinion about Eddie Jackson. Maybe he's one of your players, and you've just never mentioned him whatsoever. <laughs> the overall sports show, you have like a <laughs> you know, fetish for Eddie Jackson. I don't know. Okay, I don't know right. how you feel about Eddie Jackson. But just in case you're wondering, he's the only player who makes more than 5% of the salary cap on the entire Bears roster. And if you were to cut him, you would go from $98 million to $106 million. It's going to be God by damn, far. Damn, again, so much money. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be by far, by a wide, wide margin, right, the most salary cap in the NFL. So who do you want? What do you want for the Bears, right? I know what I think my answer is. What do you want for the Bears? Offensive line. Oh, Okay, we can we can go with offensive line. There are a million centers in the draft, a million, uh, not yep. in the draft. I mean, in, in free agency, there's like seven centers that are available um, in the draft. And like, I know that Mike McGlinchey is such a hot property, right? <laughs> but so assuming you have the fortitude to stay away from him, you're also drafting number one in a draft in which you don't need a um, quarterback at all. No, you are the team. Don't get it twisted. You are the team that should draft the tackle first. Mm-hmm. You're the team that should. Um, sorry, I want to get his name. Um, Peter. Peter. Yeah, I know it's Peter, but I wanted to get his name. Um, right. I think the Bears are going to trade back. Honestly, they, hopefully they're not that stupid. But um, well, no, I mean they might trade back. But if you do trade back, just be prepared to get a haul. You know, like, so how smart is your new general manager, Ryan Pools? Well, he's probably, he's probably, well, 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 
put it to you this way, Josh. You came from Kansas City. So, I mean, that, for example, that's why the Bears fans think they're going to get Kansas City's offense, kind of, because they signed Pringles. I mean, I feel like the only Pringles you'll take is the Chiss Pringles, but it's all good, though. But keep yeah, going. Peter, Peter Skaronsky, that's his name. Yeah. Um, like, if you trade for 5-20 and 20 out of Seattle, or you trade for um, another, like the Eagles, who have two first-round picks, right? Yeah. Like, you, if you trade down and you're able to still get Skaronsky, or you're able to take Paris Johnson Jr., the um, tackle out of Ohio State, that guy, Mm-hmm. Um, like an offensive tackle, like if you're really able to build that line at the bookends through the draft. That's smart. That's yep. smart. like we're gonna find out real quick, fast, in a hurry. Like, how are you going to build this team? Uh, your answer was different than mine. Mm-hmm. No, why think the Bears should get defense? Nope. I, I, if, if you were with Andrew, you'd have the explosion <laughs> down. But I'm <laughs> who should they get? They should get DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh. Yeah, that that big that big explosion sound. Right? <laughs> whatever we, whatever we that's your player, Justin Fields, DeAndre Hopkins. That that's exciting. No, I'm that's with you, but they chose they chose Claypool, so that's stupid. That was so stupid. That was stupid in a moment. You could have you could have the second round. You could have the first pick of the second round right now. Hey, you chose you chose Chris Claypool. What the hell, man? And like, even if you believe in the team, even if you thought, you know what, I think we're going to win a couple more games. And by the way, that's what they were thinking in the moment, right? Like, go that route, a second round pick. What the fuck? <laughs> in, in our but which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Manny Mubosa, our good friend of mine, our ours overall. He said the Bears were going to win the, the division. Oh, did he say that or, or the playoffs? Get the playoffs. Yeah, playoff run. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. It was ridiculous in the moment. It's ridiculous now. It's silly. It's so much. <laughs> the other thing about it is that, like, you would say, well, the Bears need an all new defense. Right. Yeah. And, um, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. Like, I just, I, I, it, it had nothing to do with you. It just, I had a moment of like, I, like, I want the Bears to have a good defense too. Like, I'm aware, right? I would like them. No, to no, have- Josh, I'm rooting for the oh. Bears fans, but it's just, it's just, how, how can you but trust like, the good office? But like, sure, why the hell not? But like, again, if you're the Bears, like, go <laughs> sign the retreads. Go sign the retreads, okay? Go sign whoever is caught and just be like, look, we're going for it. You know, we're going we're to give you a home for one more year. We'll sign you for like a 1.5, 2 You know how this goes. You've seen this in the NFL. A whole bunch of players are like going to get cut. <laughs> they're all going to be old. And you're going to sign like six of them or seven of them for like $3 million when other teams can only offer two. Yep. You know, I just gave you $106 million. If you don't do that cut, you're at $98 million. Yeah. I don't know about Eddie Jackson, like because I don't like the Bears, and I was <laughs> smart enough to know to not to let the Bears. I don't know, like six games into the season. Yeah. But anyway, my bigger point is that, like, with ninety-eight million dollars, you can go and get whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, no excuses. Or yep. not, you're not hampered by anything. You are the top team with the most salary cap space by not by like oh like by ten dollars. You're there double 
what the next closest team is, and that's with no cuts. So go and buy yourself, like, you know, and the one thing you don't need is a superstar quarterback. That's the one thing where yep. you are yep. set, which yep. is Justin Fields. Um, prediction here says that Justin Fields makes a massive leap in year three as a quarterback. Like I think so, too, depending on what they do, yeah. Um, I would like them to get DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. If that doesn't happen, um, I'd love to see them trade down um, with a Seattle or with a Philadelphia, pick up multiple picks. Um, if they trade out of that number one slot, they need to build for the future and get lots of young players in there. But they're sitting pretty. I like the Bears. I think the Bears are going to be good um, next year. Now, when I say good, <laughs> I mean like six wins. Okay, <laughs> But, like, double their wins on the right track, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying or no? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Josh. I mean, hey, can they, can they at least be better than the Vikings? Speaking of the Vikings, we could talk about them now, uh, by the way. So, uh, they're an interesting team, right? Hmm. Like, they're, they're, they're interesting because – Okay, so like I'm I'm the lone voice on the overall sports show. <laughs> no, yeah. that thinks that Kirk Cousins is not the worst thing in the world. Everybody else likes to shit on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like, no, he's not bad. He's not bad. He's not like, bad. He's fine. Yeah. Like there, you could you could have Skylar Thompson. Things can always be worse. Um, and like so, I'm like, and whether you want to believe that there are other great receivers, we mentioned Cooper Cup already. We mentioned Devontae Adams. Justin Jefferson is right there, and people in Minnesota won't have a bad argument by saying that Justin Jefferson is better than the other two. No, no certainly no. not for this year. Um, and he doesn't have the injury history. Just bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. You always have a um, advantage whenever Justin Jefferson is on the field. Just p- period. Just period. You do right. So the question becomes: Like, can can the Minnesota Vikings? be better than they were this year. And I think, unfortunately, so I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure the answer to that question is no. No. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking, looking, looking. The Minnesota Vikings are, yeah, they're $23 million over the cap. They have a um, a super old roster. You can yep. cuts, um, and they need to rebuild the defense. They know, right? They hired a new head coach last year. Yep. Um, they know that they need to do some things. But, um, yeah, the, like, like you still have the advantage of Justin Jefferson. Yep. And you're going to cut. Um, you're you're going to cut. Um, what's his name? Adam Thielen. Yeah. So, like, you're going to you're going to save money that way. Minnesota Vikings salary cap. Sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, so, like, you're going to say, and this has to be our, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, this has to be our last division because I need to drink some water, but we will come back for a part two because I love talking to Vince. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but we, and we are going to finish this division just so everybody knows, right? Yes, yes. Uh, but, like, Adam Thielen, if you just cut him all by himself, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, you're almost positive. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it right now just to see how much, how close we get. Yeah, you just saved six point five, and then Harrison Smith, who's thirty four years old. Jesus Christ, their defense is old. 
I'm not even kidding. I know it sounds like I'm making jokes. Oh God. Eric Kendricks. I Gosh, I'm praying for Blind Freud. What can he do? Well, they're just old. I don't know what else to tell you. They're 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 like really old. They're not like a little old. They're like they're. Oh my God! What can Flores do? Seriously, what can he do? Adam Thielen, thirty-three years old. Harrison Smith, thirty-four years old. Eric Kendricks, thirty-one years old. I cut all three of them, and now all of a sudden, I'm at a million dollars in cap space. They're <laughs> all over thirty. Um, but I want to keep Zadarius Smith. So I hope that we can renegotiate with him. And, you know, the thing is, right, like the thing is, before you discount the Minnesota Vikings, they did go 13-3. and three. And, whether you wanna, and whether you want to believe that was a fluke, whether you want to say that, like, they didn't earn it or that it was, you know, a fraudulent thing, right? No, 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 no. They earned it with the offense. Defense, it's, it's trash. The defense is bad. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the NFL. Try cutting the players who are in their mid-30s. Yeah. Starting point. That's my advice to Vikings fans. Cut the players who are in their mid-30s. I know they might have been productive. Hell, I know they might have even been good. Cut them. <coughs> They're just too old. And you know what? That's okay. Like, I, I occasionally there are things that I'm too old for. I tried to go down this, like, jungle gym slide with uh, my son the other day. He's yeah. 80. And, like, I'm just too old, man. The slide doesn't work for me. Yeah. But similarly... Some of the Vikings players are just too old. So I just cut three players and got you a million in cap space, and they were all over 32 years old. Yeah. Like, oh, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I don't hate Kirk Cousins, by the way. I just like to mess around. Me and John like to mess around on your show to make it interesting, to make it entertainment, obviously. So, I mean, I don't know. I I, I, I like Kirk Cousins. He's not a bad of a quarterback. You know, I don't, I don't think he's their yeah. problem. It's obvious yeah. it's the defense. I mean, if they can play defense, this team is actually not bad. I think Kevin O'Connor is doing Kevin O'Connor is doing a good job offensively, but defensively they're not impressive. That's that's see that's that's why the only team I trust in this division is the Detroit Lions. By the way, so now let's talk about the Detroit Lions. Oh yes. So by the way, I'll talk about them because I was actually high on them last year. Now I said on my show I was high on them offensively when healthy. Now defensively, that was their problem. So I think it's easiest, easiest, easy to fix the Lions. They gotta get more depth on their defense. If they, they do, listen, I trust Brad Holmes. This man can draft. I mean, he, he can. Uh, he got Hutchinson. This guy got you know, say Bray, say Brown. He got he got the receiver from Bama. I mean, shit. That's why I think Don. That's why I think the Rams miss him. So, and I th- I think on uh, my hot take, I think the Lions are gonna be a top three team in the NFC when healthy. If if they do well in free agency, which I expect them to, if they do well in the draft, which I expect them to. Uh, this team is going to be fun to watch. I, they have a top five all line when healthy. I, I I love this team, Josh. It's not to my boy Lee and Pierre and the Lion fans because this is to me they, they have the best GM in this division, and it's not even close, in my opinion. Um, okay. No good. You don't want you want more analysis. You want no. To, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I'm I'm willing to say I'm willing to say okay at that. I think that when you cut Michael Brockers, who's a 33-year-old defensive tackle, all of a sudden you're at $26 million. Mm-hmm. What can you do with $26 million, right? Um, and by the way, I only cut one player. I didn't cut 1,000. I, I, I cut one player. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when I do that, right, when I, when I cut um, – 
when I cut Michael Brockers and I go to 26 million, and I still have 47 players already signed on the active roster without having uh-huh. to goof around um, with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and my free agent, I'm looking at my free agent list right now. And the other great thing about Brad Holmes, something I actually really love about Brad Holmes is that he doesn't do dead cap, which nope. is fantastic with him. I hate dead cap. I think that it's like good and proper bad. Now, like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Here's the thing about the Detroit Lions, right? How do you feel realistically about Jamal Williams? Do you think he's serviceable or do you think he's bad? I think he's a serviceable running back, but he's a second. He's a, he's a, to me, he's an Enzo type of running back. That's just me. Um, I'm going to give you analysis and I want you to actually think and tell me whether you agree or disagree. Okay, go ahead. Jamal Williams, in my opinion, is like the Grant Williams of, is like Grant Williams of the Boston Celtics. Interesting. He's not really, he's not particularly like amazingly skilled, but whenever I need him to bury a three, he buries a three. He does. When I need somebody to get me five yards and um, a first down, he always gets me five yards and a first down. Yep. I may never be able to count on him for a big 40-yard gash play, something I'll make the highlight reels, but I can always count on him for um, for a for, for like a first down. I can always count on him to move the chains, right? So this is this is sort of where I come down on Jamal Williams. I'll tell you why I asked that. Jamal Williams is the one free agent on the entire team. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to keep him. He's the one guy where I'm like, you know what, I he, he's pretty good. And maybe I also feel that way about Evan Brown, who was the backup guard of the Detroit Lions. But I just, I don't think he's going to make, you know, I, I don't think he's going to like break the bank with Evan. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I, I think he'll be okay, but I, I don't think you're going to like, I don't think you're going to drown. If, if you if you don't re-sign Evan Brown. Um, and if he gets paid just a crazy amount of money, then so be it. And you shrug your shoulders and like, okay, I guess I got to draft a card, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I say all of this to say that the Detroit Lions have two first-round picks. They do. Upcoming draft. They've got bonus picks scattered throughout the whole um, thing. And it's easy to be ultra-high on them. But they also haven't had a winning season in God knows how long. That's true. There was a window of time where, um, I mean, again, we're mentioning the overall sports show um, one more time with Andrew Jones. But we used to have a cohort named Max M. And Max M made a very, very big prediction that Dan Campbell was the reason why um, the Detroit Lions sucked and that he was going to get fired. And now... Um, he's no longer on the show. And you think it's because Andrew like kicked him off or gave him a burn notice or something. No, but that's not it. it. It's because he was, he, he doesn't want to face the music about what a terrible call that was. Um, I agree. And he knows that I, I remember and then I'll throw it in his face. Um, so I guess my point is that like, if I like Jamal Williams, yeah. I want to upgrade at the expense of Deandre Swift. Do I want to like make DeAndre Swift feel even more alienated by going out and getting a Josh Jacobs? And if the answer to that question is no, and it's or like, can I guess your other option is it Bijan Robinson? Yeah, 
It could be. I know that's not what you want to hear. I know you want me to like. No, I'm no, no, no. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm just talking about. You're talking about the. I'm not the really sure that that's what I want to do. Oh yeah. I'm just true. not there. Yeah. Right. Like, I, like if I have those draft picks and I have those, um, and I have the ability to like get better, right? At like and get younger at defense at the same time. Even if I have to draft a guard um, at some point in the. Um, in the draft, like I'm more interested in making sure that I'm, that I'm good there mm-hmm. or interested in having a defense. That's not going to give up 30 points a game for the first, you know, however many games. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's where, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I guess my, I say all of this to say that like, if I invest all of my resources into defense, am I really getting better at this critical juncture? Yeah. You know, like, am I really going to overcome the Vikings? What do you think? Like, if I gave if I give the Lions a top fifteen defense, right, in one year, would that be enough for you to put them over the Vikings, knowing that they finished four games behind them this year? They should. They should. In my opinion, yes. So you think they would? You think that if I gave the Lions a top fifteen defense, they would have taken out the thirteen and three? Minnesota Vikings. Yes. If they had an average defense, yes. Yeah, I don't think I can go that far with you, my man. I, I, I You're my buddy. Is it I, because I, of golf or is it because of why? Part of it is golf. Part of it is golf. I mean, I'm, I'm asking the team to make a four-win jump. Okay. And, like, can that get fixed with one off season of $25 million in multiple picks? And I think the answer to that question to me is no. I believe in Dan Campbell. I think he's good. And I would count on the defense. What about Ben Johnson? He, he stayed. Yeah, I, I believe in the offense. And I think that Jamison Williams will, will be better, obviously, than, yeah. next, than he was this year because he missed most of the year this year. Yeah. Um, but you trade out of Hawkinson. So you're struggling. I don't want to say struggling. That's a little extreme. You don't have you don't have the production at tight end that you used to have. Right. You trade. You, you still have Amon Ra, but he's you know he's Keenan Allen, just younger. Yeah. And and I say that I you know like Keenan Allen's amazing. Yeah. Right? But like again, he's not the DeAndre Hopkins of the world. Hmm. Um. Like, I just, I don't, it, it sounds like more of a diss than I want it to sound like. Now, Josh, I, let me, okay, Josh, let me ask you this. Which I, think they're good, team, I think they're good enough to go 11 and 6. Like, if Josh, I, let me, Josh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Which team do you believe the, the most? With, 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 actually, let me rephrase that. Which GM do you trust the most in this division? The yes. Lions, Packers? Vikings. No, you know that it's the Lions. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> but all right, now I'll flip it on you. Okay. I'll flip it on you. Which GM has the most room to screw up? I would say oh shit, good question. Is that I would say, I would say, that's a good question. Damn. I would say fuck. It's either to me, I'm picking two teams in that division. It's either the Bears or or 
Get the fuck. Um, the Bears are at three and thirteen. <laughs> How would you even know if they screwed up? What would you even know? How would you even know? So what? So now they're four and third, four and twelve. Come on. Oh Which of these teams has the most room to fall? It's the Vikings. That's the <laughs> because if I subtract three defenders from the Vikings, two defenders from the Vikings who are over 33 years old, and I subtract one offensive weapon who's 33 years old, and all of a sudden I've got salary cap room. <laughs> and I'm starting at thirteen, at, at like fourteen and th- thirteen and four. Sorry, excuse me. Where okay. the Lions, I'm starting at nine and nine and eight. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like I'm not sitting around trying to say like the Lions suck. I want to be mm-hmm. like I like the Lions. The question is how much do I like them with a younger defense mm-hmm. and like a couple of moves around the edges? Like how yeah. close do I really think they are? with Jared Goff at the home. And when I answer that question, like, what's your ceiling? I think the ceiling is 11 wins. Now, I could be wrong, but if I have to overcome 14 wins, that's a different story, isn't it? Yep. I think that's right. That's my opinion. And I could be wrong, but I'd be really surprised. (laughs) I guess what, Josh? You know who the Lions in that division play next year? Uh, The NFC South. Oh, all right. Well, that changes things. <laughs> <laughs> Two, four, six. They play. Okay, hold on. Wait. <laughs> you do? Okay. okay, so they've got eight wins. But everybody has eight wins. <laughs> everybody has eight wins. Oh, ladies what? and gentlemen, I can't wait to get to that? the NFC South. Because this man is, is not high. You know what, what what Josh says about the NFC South? He said it's overrated. I oh, think we're going to talk about that next show. We have to. We still have to get to the Packers. Hold yes, on. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, so wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. The Vikings yeah. and the Detroit Lions are both going to go twelve and zero before the. <laughs> that, that's my prediction because they're both better than Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. They're better than the Panthers. They're better than the Falcons. That's eight and zero. Play the NFC South next year, and they're both better. No matter how I sift, how, no matter how I sift it, they're both. Well, maybe they're not better. Maybe the Packers can squeak one out. But they're okay. So they're ten and zero. because they're both going to be better than the Bears to the point of sweeping them. So they're ten and zero to start the season. <laughs> so now I'm deciding on like seven games about where. I'm about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. I didn't even know that. I know that before you sprung that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I had to do announce that. Look at that. Jesus. Now I have to make a prediction on overall. Uh, I think exactly. I oh, I can't wait when I have you and Andrew on the, on the show for the predictions. Yeah. That's, that's going to be amazing. All right. Uh, oh, I know. I guess my only point to finish up on the lines is yeah. that it's, it's really hard for me to see them like to, to see them above the Vikings, because I just think the Vikings have more room for error than the Lions do. I think the Lions have to be more delicate um, with their roster than the Vikings do. I think the Vikings can just trim fat by cutting old people. Yeah. And, you know, and Zach Wilson will appreciate them for that. So. Oh, shit. This guy is so um, comical.
You know okay. what? I will make a prediction. I will make a prediction. In the event that the Lions decide to trade both their first-round picks for Lamar Jackson, or just mm-hmm. don't care, and just go out and sign him outright, right? And just are like, you know what? We got it. He's that he's a franchise tag, that he's franchise tag for you. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We're going out and we're signing him. And we'll give you the two first round picks. Who gives a fuck? We want him. In the event they do that, I will have them leapfrog the Vikings. Well, Josh, I got things things to say to you about the about the, you said about Zach Wilson, but you know, this is why you're comical. There you go. There you go. How about that? Anyway, let's go with the let's go with the Packers. Now, Josh, we have to say this for the Packer fans because listen, I love Christian Watson. I, I do. Um hopefully they they can still gotta fix their running defense. And go ahead and go ahead, Josh. Tell everybody, tell every every Packer fan. You said an overall sports show. You said Rogers is washed. Go ahead, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. You want to say it? Go ahead. Um, I just think that you know Packers fans that you need to follow Aaron Rodgers' lead and take a dark retreat for a darkness retreat for the rest of the season and just come back after that fifty million dollars is off the books and. You know, we'll we'll still buy your cheese. Like you can still export that. That that that'll still happen. Like we still love your dairy products in Wisconsin. Um, but football's not in your future. At least successful football is not in your future. This guy said cheese. <laughs> I mean, what else do you want me to say? They're over the salary cap. Yeah, they are. They are. They're because they have low picks because of all of the like success they had at the end of the season. Even if you believe in Christian Watson, even if you think Christian Watson is great, there's an above average chance that Aaron Rodgers wanting to be his quarterback, which sets you back all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, and so to say, like, oh, well, I really believe in Jordan Love. Like, how would you know? How would you know? You, you saw one good game last year. You saw two shitty games the years before. Yeah. You don't have any idea whether Jordan Love is good or bad. It's like, well, excuse my language, it's like believing in Trey Lance. Yeah, exactly. Like you just don't know. It doesn't mean that you're wrong or right. You just you, you don't know. You don't know whether he's good or whether he's bad. You just don't have any clue. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, and so it's the same thing with Jordan Love. To sit there and be like, you know what? We're going to be fine. All we got to do is get rid of Aaron Rodgers. What the fuck are you talking about? Josh, 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 we can make a joke like no, Josh, 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 we can make a joke like this. Maybe the Packers don't love Jordan Love. You feel me? Ha! <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just like the Packers are so incredibly frustrating because two years ago we really believed in their defense. Now the defense is a little bit older. Two years ago we were super high on their offensive line. They lose Elgerton Jenkins, who I really love and who might get overpaid in free agency if he's let go. Um, David Bakhtiari is overpaid. Aaron Rodgers is like a lunatic in darkness retreats. Like, you just, they're so disappointing. And like in the same way that Matthew Stafford deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, so duck to Aaron Rodgers. One Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. The same number as Matthew Stafford. How's that for you? <laughs> no, that was terrific. That, oh my goodness, Josh right. was so good today. That's, oh my god! Good. And so that's like, okay, we trade with the Jets. Can we trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets and get what specific? Be specific. What are you going to get for Aaron Rodgers? He's not going to be Sauce Gardner. 
It's not going to be like Brees Hall. It's not going to be Garrett Wilson. So what are you doing, Packers? What are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're depending on A.J. Dillon. For God's sakes, what do you need to see? What do you need to see from A.J. Dillon to tell you that he is no Jamal Williams? Yeah, you're right. You're, I am you're right. right. Especially about A.J. Dillon. Also, also, Josh. This is, that this is, asshole this is, cost me so you know, much. I love, I, love my, my, I, love, I love my friend Patrick. You know, uh, Patrick. You know, this, that, that, he, he's, a, he's a funny guy. Listen, he's also a Niners fan. But, you know, you know what he said? Yeah. Listen, if Rodgers goes to the Jets, the Jets will be in the AFC Championship game. Book it. Oh, uh, he's wrong. But, like, the... I mean, no, 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 no. Patrick is the only, uh, also, the other guy that says, the, the the New Orleans Hornets. No, 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 I'm sorry. The, no, I said New Orleans. Look at look at that. As Charlotte Hornets will make the playoff this year. Look at that. No, no, no. You know what that deserves, uh, Josh? There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Like, he's just not. He's. He, it's, it's just. It's the kind of thing where it's like. It's the kind of thing where it's like the Packers don't know whether they're coming or going. And it's just, it's really sad to see because they're behind on the salary cap so dramatically, like not a normal amount dramatically. Mm-hmm. And they're so behind on like, they're, they're so far behind on like developing young talent. Mm-hmm. Like, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, by the way, are good picks. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're good players. And yet, and their defense is supposed to be good, but instead of investing in like good defensive, you know, coaching and good and good defensive pieces to surround, they just they let they let their drafting and development like just do it all. It doesn't work that way in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The NFL you supplement with veterans, mm-hmm. and like the, the Packers, they just don't know, man. They just don't know. Let's invest instead in offensive linemen who are on the wrong side of thirty. Not like the body breaks down. Not like it's the most physical position in all of the sports. Nah, fuck. Uh-huh. Invest in old people. Ugh. Ugh. Of all the positions. Of all the positions, Vince. Of yeah. all of them where you don't want old people with creaky knees. Yeah. Offense yeah. line. Number one. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm frustrated with the Packers. I predict that they are going to bottom out. Um, and it'll be a battle between them and the Bears to see, um, to see. And I bet you that's why Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded, because he knows, he knows that his talent got them to eight and nine, and they probably shouldn't have even gotten there. I agree, I agree, and obviously that's what happened when you trade when you trade Devontae Adams, right? Look at that. But that's yeah, that's exactly right. So all right, so what I want to. Um, and what I want to do is I want to say that we are going to come back. We are going to do this again. I don't yeah. know what day, maybe Thursday. Um, like, I, I, I don't want to, um, I, I, like, I'm not going to shortchange you. We have the other divisions to get to. I can't wait to do the NFC South with you. Um, but, yeah, God, a second season in a row where no one can win more than nine games. Yeah, so, not, so we need the uh, NFC South, NFC East, and I think there's one more division that we didn't do. Oh, yeah, the AFC North. AFC there you North. go. Holy okay. God, the AFC North. That's that's the division. Oh, that's- yeah. Oh, yeah. But but guess what, Josh? we we got to end it with here. The Browns yeah. are going to Browns, right? So we'll, we'll, so we'll quit before we go, Josh. Um, 
we'll, and we'll tell everybody on the overall sports show. I mean, I'll, I'll post this, and when I, I mean, I'll add more with the um, with the you know, with the, more with the episode with obviously with the AFC North and then the NFC South and everything, right? So, well, let's let's keep it real, Josh. The Browns are going to Browns. I mean, I, I, this man Miles Garrett got got injured with a toe. His toe was injured because of the Pro Bowl. Look at that. Look at that. But you know, but. okay, that's right. What 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 else do you want to hear about the Browns? <laughs> I, like I like I agree with you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like I agree. Duh, is the right answer. Duh. <laughs> right? Like like again, it's what. See the thing about the Browns is that like, see I can't do this. I, I break. I have to. I have to. But I'll I'll end with this. We'll end with this. The thing about the Browns is that like you make that trade to do precisely what specifically it can't be make the playoffs because the Ravens have Lamar Jackson and the Bengals have Joe Burrow. What, what are you specifically expecting to do? Is the answer is it's like, it's the same thing as the Sean Payton thing. Yeah. You're in third and four or fourth, no matter whether you have Deshaun Watson or you don't have Deshaun Watson. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're You're not going to be, Higher than four, third. So what are you doing? And is the answer nothing? Okay, yeah. great. So I'm glad yeah. you did that. I'm glad you invested a fully guaranteed contract and fucked up the league. No, we'll, we'll, we'll say this about the round. Look at this. We okay. will. All right, thanks for having me on, Vince. Yeah, well, well, well ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, okay, we'll, we'll finish off the next next one. Josh will let me know, let me know when he's free. Uh, later on, or you know, Thursday, whatever, whatever, we'll finish off with NFC South, AFC, AFC North, and NFC East. There we go. Is we'll this quick- the longest, let me ask you this: Is this the longest podcast you've ever done? I went three hours and six minutes. Josh, like, you, this is a record. <laughs> no, no, what, did I set the record? No, no, Josh, this is great. We kept, we, we kept it real. We, we, we try to be comedy and try to keep it real at the same time, ladies and gentlemen. Which, which and also on the other, on the other, on the other, on the other end, we're also we're going to predict. Who's gonna win on Sunday? I can't wait for to hear what you have, which I I would think I'll know who you have probably. No, I'll uh, tell, I, I'll I think in case, in case I don't get to this until until the next week, um, I'll tell you that right now I have the Eagles winning. I think the Eagles have a more complete team than the than the Chiefs, and if Patrick Mahomes is limited in any way, which it doesn't seem like he is, but if he is, um, that the Eagles just have too much pass rush, just period. All right, and Josh, tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you, and I'll um, tell you. JB Fortis, if, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on JB Fortis. But I really prefer that if you're going to follow me, that you follow me because you like my takes and because you want to laugh and like goof off, not because you're trying to like get somebody to follow back and get 700 likes. I, I don't care. Like I don't play that game. I play the game of like I have takes on sports. I want to hear your takes on sports. And I want to argue with you because that's how we do friendship. That's what's important on Twitter. Hey, Josh, should uh, should uh, Ben Simmons tell his comments to hang out with each other? Um, sure. <laughs> you know, and while we're, I mean, and it's, and you know, so and he should also hang out with like Bozo the Clown. He should hang out with like other random crazy people, Dennis Rodman, you know, Madonna, people who <laughs> forward in their lives. All right, I gotta go. I gotta All go. right. Peace out, Josh. And everybody, you can follow me at, Respe- at Respectable Vink or at, or at Vinside, V-I-N-C-E-S-A-I-Z, 824. Me and Lucas will podcast later today on the CCC5 Media Football Show. Uh, I'm going to podcast with Darnell Porter on, on Thursday. Josh will let me know when we'll do our, ne- our next episode for the a- AFC North. 
NFC South and the NFC East. Well, with that being said, Josh, you have a good day. You Let me know when you're, when you're free the next day. All right. Very soon. Very soon. Peace right. out. Bye. Peace. Thank you for coming, bro. Of course. Of course. Love your work. Peace. Thanks.